Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review. This is going to be, oh, we're just here for Halloween. We just wanted to have a couple of drinks, and we wanted to talk and enjoy the Halloween nonsense, so we figured we'd go live and have a little discussion with you guys. It's been a couple of weeks since Joe and I have been live, and we missed <laughs> X-Sword Stone is too old for this shit. I'm too old for this shit. I went out trick-or-treating. I stole some candy. It's fine. I'm a little high on candy and vodka. It's an interesting combination, but we're here tonight to talk about, I think we're going to go through some of our favorite Halloween traditions, maybe when we were a kid, some of our favorite Halloween candies and some of our favorite 80s and early 90s slasher villains from Halloween movies. That's basically what we're going to be talking about tonight, but we'll take any and all questions about any and all subjects as we always do. When you're joined with us, we're lucky enough to always be joined by the live motherfucking chat. And of course, I'm not alone. I have with me, as always on Sundays, my good buddy, Joe Dirty Locks. How's it going tonight, Joe? Goes good, my man. Goes good. You're looking pretty and nice and clear tonight. You know, uh, we got a new little setup going on. So we, as we're messing with knobs and whistles with the uh, the new place here and the new uh, thing, we're uh, we're messing with different programs, capturing Joe. And I think I've got Joe at a much higher quality than usual tonight. So you can really see it. And we're we. Oh we man, did- I'm such high quality. He is. And we did dress up tonight. We both dressed up. Joe is dressed up as me, and I'm dressed up like Joe. I. Yep. We did it. I, I combed out it. my hair. He did. And I dreaded my hair for th- those of you that can't watch the broad- broadcast. Because this will also be available as a podcast on iTunes and Podbean and all the places you can find the audio cast. So, and that's the that's the most important thing right now. So anyone that's is, is clicking like and subscribe. Oh, yes. And please, of course, on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit that like button right now. Because more people that hit that like button, the more people this will get out to at the moment. And we know it's Halloween night. You guys are all having fun. Hopefully you're in your little candy coma and enjoying your night dressed in whatever Halloween get up that you dressed up as. Uh, when was the last time, Joe, seriously, when was the last time you actually dressed up in something for Halloween? I don't know, but I bought a couple of years ago, I bought a kilt for Halloween and for like uh like Renaissance fairs, and I've I've only put it on once to make sure it fit, and I've lost weight since, so probably doesn't fit anymore. But ah, you know, you know what I always think about on Halloween, Phil. What is that, Joe? I think about one thing: shaving cream. One thing alone. No, I think about Madman Mars, Gary Eakin, and what he must be dressed as. That that like he's like six six. He dresses up like like ah. Uh, all of them, like Mike Myers, like uh, Freddie Jason, like, oh, and he it, his impressive frame and, and stuff. Like he's he's very scary looking. He he being a kid in his neighborhood down in uh, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Kansas, wherever the freaking deep that, south. That's a that's a large that's a large sample. And we got in the live chat, Swordstone's like, Phil, you don't have to put the XX there. It's just Swordstone. I, like I've said many times, I'm very similar to a Ron Burgundy kind of situation. If if text is in front of me, I can't help myself but read it. And it, it gets me in trouble a lot, but it is a true action of myself. But Swordstone, I will do my best. We got Gordon Shumway in the live chat who is hanging out on Mel Mac trying to trick cats or trick treaters and eat some, eat some pussy tonight. So Gordon, thank you so much for trying for jumping on in here and taking a break from your kitty cat chase tonight and uh, we wish you the best on Melmac and tell Willie I said hey so uh, great to see you. We got AK in the chat too. We got Muhammad. Great to see you, Muhammad Toasty. We got Tracy G. I had five trick-or-treaters. I suck with all, I'm stuck with all this candy. 
So we were talking a little bit before we started about trick-or-treaters. I put the the bowl out all in all, and it all disappeared. Joe was saying that uh, someone probably came and took the it. The first probably. person. Probably. Have you ever been that person with the candy? Just grab the bowl and pull it? I know. I know I am. I didn't do that, that when I was a kid. I am. I was an asshole. But not as many people left bowls out when, when I was a kid. I don't remember a lot of people doing that. I mean, remember one or two people doing that. Um, I think Halloween... The best part when I was younger with the Halloween thing was where the neighborhood wore things before people brought in shitty things like Nair when it was just shaving cream and eggs and stuff. You, there were some fun memories of big, huge neighborhood war. And then some asshole would bring in there and start spraying Nair in people's hair. And and that, that just it, it changed it from like a good fun sort of situation to, to to total dick dickery that that's crossing a line, Joe. You, you know, it's it's one thing to to throw eggs to throw someone down and throw eggs into their face over and over again. I've had it done to me. I've been on both sides of that. It happens. I haven't been on either side of that. No. You you were never one of the type of people that went out and caused a ruckus, raised a motherfucking ruckus on Halloween night. No, no. no. You, what was your what was your usual Halloween tradition? Were you just going out and getting candy until you were your until you were nineteen years old? As long as you were able to go get candy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as I remember in high school going. I, wish I had a kid right now. I'd go around right now. Nine nineteen. I'd still be ringing fucking doorbells. You could rent one midnight. <laughs> just, fucking ding dong. Give I me candy, bitches. I remember. Like, I'd be like, shut up. We got ten more houses. And after those 10 houses, you know what I'd say? Shut up! We <laughs> 10 more houses. <laughs> Here we go. We got more people in the live chat. We got DJ Better. Great to see DJ Better. We got the King. King McKay in the live motherfucking chat. Great to see King McKay. Hopefully you're having a great evening. He said, eat some what? What are you talking about? Uh, perfect timing, King McKay. You popping your head in at the right time. AK, uh, great to see you. Gordon, you're welcome. Phil and Joe, thank you for streaming tonight. You are I very make well. everybody watch me eat a candy apple. Eat a what, Joe? Eat a candy apple. Okay, I, I thought you said something else for a second there. <laughs> oh, LM, yeah. Great to see LMR in the live chat as well. Oh, Joe, we got the empty seat for Joe. Let's see. Let's click over here. Oh, there I am. Okay, there I am. Uh, but, but yes, it's uh, LMR. Great to see you in the live chat. I know it's 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 a strange. We're we're streaming a little bit earlier on a Sunday evening than we usually stream tonight because usually we're waiting after some show that isn't over until 10 p.m. So uh, so for now uh, we are we, we are we're doing a random actually a random time. Oh my god, that's gonna be so loud. Apple Tappy, uh, Joe, you probably could sit, you could turn your uh, the gain on your mic microphone down just a little bit more on the main channel you're just you're feedbacking a little bit when you scream and i don't want i don't want to uh, I, don't, I don't i don't want i don't want you to not be not be fully loud like, i'm gonna mute you while you open with. it for a second here joe just, just because the sound of the crackling will, will drive me drive me drive me mad drive me mad okay it's out joe's got his bar oh you're not even on camera yet joe let's see what's oh no Oh no! This is what you people have asked for. This I read your cards and letters and your requests, and <laughs> and basically this is what you guys want. You want you want to say you want to know. You guys all want to know. What 
This is called performance art. This is even a candy apple. This is ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Cut the music. Cut the music. Cut the music, Miles. Wait, wait. You're not even it. You you promised a candy apple. What a, what a what a fucking cheat! And you just pull out an ice cream. You pull out a friggin' oh, there it is. Okay. So you is that like a dub chocolate bar or some shit? Hagen Dazs. Hagen Dazs. Oh, I love those fucking things. Uh, let's go. Let's go in the live chat again. Oh, we got Santa. It's, ha- it's Halloween. You got to watch me eat this. You got to watch me eat the whole thing. Oh, is that is that what we have to do? Is that is that the rules? No. Is that the rules on Halloween? Okay, let's switch the cameras up. Oh no, wrong camera. Oh. <laughs> Oh no, Santavia Major is jealous of Joe right now. I think that's what most people are getting right now. Uh, we got Swordstone, Phil and Joe. If you think The Walking Dead is horrible, just try watching Fear the Walking Dead season. No way. It's the biggest pile of monkey poo ever put on television. Joe, do you Joe, do you want to check out Fear the Walking Dead? Should we should we watch one random episode of Fear the Walking Dead? Next I watched week? Uh, season one of Fear. I don't need to watch any more of that shit. Didn't you? I watched up- season two too. I don't need to watch any more of that shit. I think you caught up even further, didn't you? First two seasons, that was it. And then you're done. Uh, Negan is in the live chat. Joe, you just reminded me I have some ice cream in the freezer. So Maybe what season you- three. I don't think so, though. DJ Better trying to keep us on track here going, guys, what the fuck are you talking about tonight? What we're talking about tonight is just Halloween silly traditions. Watching Joe eat eat uh, candy apples and ice cream mm. is part of the tradition of, of uh, Halloween. But we're going to be talking about some of our favorite slasher movies. Uh, we're not going to talk about horror movies and scary movies as a whole. We're going to kind of focus tonight, uh, this year, on the slasher era, the Freddy, Jason, Mike Myers, starting, I would say, uh, with, uh, I mean, you could say Norman Bates uh, could be mixed in there too, and that was the start. But no. I'm saying starting with Leatherface would be like the earliest one on the, on this list, <laughs> going up through Chucky, Leather, going up through the Scream guy, um, Ghostface. He's a, he's I the would last. Put the original uh, the original zombie movie too, Night of the Living Dead, on there. Yeah, if we do, but we, let's keep this to, to to be more specialized in this. Let's keep this to 80s and 90s uh, slasher. Okay slasher villains we can do like overall later and we can talk about some of those people like because because i think we do need to talk about norman bates and what in hitchcock and what he produced with psycho because i don't think you would have uh any of these other ones you wouldn't have halloween which if you didn't have halloween you wouldn't have had night friday 13th because it's just a copy of halloween at a freaking uh camp anyway uh and then you wouldn't have had someone like wes craven influenced if you didn't have Hitchcock and all that kind of shit. And I just want to say Hitchcock as much as I can tonight in this episode. Uh, but but basically, we're going to be talking about those 80s villains, talking about what we like about some of them, what we don't like, what movie series have the best, our favorite of those particular movie series, because I think generally, I think Joe and I have seen all of them, and who our favorite Did villain... No. Okay. And he just walked in the room, burped, said excuse me, and then left the room. She wanted to be part of the show for a second. She wanted, she like of all the things she could have done. She just walks in, burps, looks at me, goes, "Excuse me," and then leaves. That's what crows do. Like Joe. what? What was that for? Was that for the audience? What was that for? <laughs> like, I, the, well, the burp was a surprise. I was going to say something, and then once I got in here, I decided not to. 
And then the burp came out. It was very eloquent. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was an eloquent burp. Uh, we'll get back into the live chat here for a second. Studio 11 Live. Happy Halloween, Phil and Joe. Good times with all that candy. Swords, Swordstone says it's Joe's cheat day. AK says worse than season one. And Tracy G asks our asks the first question for our super chat. And thank you so much for that super chat donation, Tracy G. Let me pour you a shot for that. Uh, she asks, will we be reviewing the new season of Dexter? Joe, are you uh, a Dexter fan? Or have you watched the entire series? I did watch the entire series. That was one of the worst fucking endings ever. I, it was a very poor ending, yes. I didn't get as invested That's in That's why they're bringing it back, because they're like, we can't end it on that shit. Yeah, yeah. So so are you excited? Were you a fan up to that point of the series? I, I was. The last season was a little weak, and the, I always hated the sister. I was, I was like, why is she still alive? What she ended fuck? up showing up on a... Uh, on what was it intelligence with Sawyer from uh, lost where he played uh, someone that got like a computer implant was like a Superman kind of stuff. I've seen her in a couple of other things and she's not my favorite either. Uh, So I'm excited about it. I don't know if we're going to talk about it episode by episode, but I think once we both end up watching the whole season, we will probably have some sort of discussion about Dexter. Uh, I I feel I'd be disingenuine talking too much about it because I have watched it, uh, but I wouldn't call it one of my favorite series that I've watched several times. Excuse me. Uh, so and, but we will both end up watching it at some point and have some sort of discussion about it at yeah. some point. Yeah, some point. Um, Negan, when season two is only when is season two of Only Murders in the Building come out? No announcement of when season two is coming out, but they did announce there is definitely a season two. They announced that before the third to last episode. That was so, a good show. Oh, you you, show. you caught up with it? Yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was I was worried that it, I wasn't worried that you wouldn't like it, but I liked it. Whenever I like a show too much, it's not that I don't think Joe's not going to like it. I'm worried he's not going to like it, and then he's going to poke holes and tell me how much it sucks. And like I'm going, oh shit, I don't want to look at it. It's there's an episode. I don't want to see it through other than rose colored. Right there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother about that when when it, when it bursts when when your uh when when your your rose colored cover with glass and burst and you see it for what it really is but no it's a it's a very fun series it's not to be taken too seriously and i think all three of the leads really work exceptionally well together and steve martin i mean all of them are great but i think steve martin killed it uh yes. especially like like that this when he when he's drugged and he's on the ground and the elevator and doing all that physical comedy and stuff i think it's uh some of the best work steve martin's done in a long long time i'm glad you, i'm glad you liked it joe yeah i thought it was really good Awesome. And that that means in season two, I'm going to b- bring you in for uh, some discussions with it and stuff. So let's uh, catch up with the live chat here. Um, Corey Mitchell says, Wheel of Time, Dexter, Cowboy Bebop. We have some good shows coming out. We were talking a lot about that before the show started, about all the awesome shows that are coming out in the next year. We're going to be talking about talking about our potentially awesome shows. Um, Cowboy Bebop is one I'm excited about. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to, to... I'm not. I didn't watch the first series. Uh is this a live one, action cowboy bebop? Yeah, it's live action cowboy bebop. Okay, I'm, maybe I'll uh, I'll probably watch it. Then. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see how it tra- how it's transformed onto live action. Yeah, Phil too. and Joe, do you guys watch Succession? Do you watch no, Succession? Joe? I watched the first episode uh, like a week ago of like the season one, and I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to watch like six people just be assholes to each other in the rest of the world i just don't think i i I don't think i have that in me right now yeah no fair enough a bunch of psychopathic rich people being dicks 
to be rich people can like all set. Sounds like sounds like dicks Bob's- in my life, and I ain't rich, so I, I don't want to watch rich people be dicks. He's, be- he's best friend. He's best friends with me. He has enough dicks in his life. Yeah, that's uh, not it. We got Mer- we got Merle in the live chat. Uh, Halloween one and two are amazing. Loved H two O. Haven't seen anything since then. We will definitely be talking about the Halloween movies. Uh, LMR says I binge watched Dexter. That ending was very disappointing. Uh, we got Valamogores in the live chat. Uh, just so we all know, there's not going to be too much to talk about here tonight because I am not. I'm going to get this right out right now, Phil. Mm-hmm. For everybody who's expecting some deep introspective from me from any horror movie, you just ain't going to get not, it. You're not, a, you're not a big fan. I'm not. The genre is something like I'd rather watch romantic comedy or just like like the the notebook about piano, whatever the piano the notebook, notebook or whatever the fuck it is, with, the chocolate the piano notebook or whatever. Before I watch a fucking horror movie, uh, wait, the, Joe. I want I the chocolate piano notebook actually sounds like a literally delicious situation. That, that just sounds like, it, a, like it sounds like a dessert it? at the cheesecake factory or something like that. Chocolate piano notebook. <laughs> whatever the fuck those movies are. Traveling sisterhood of the Yaya pants or whatever. <laughs> great to see Merle Davis in the live chat. Tim F, great to see you as well. Tim F, awesome to see you, buddy. And uh, no, Joe, it was not a good show. Succession is so overrated, says Tracy G. Wheel of motherfucking time, says Corey Mitchell. I'm excited about that. Uh, my good buddy Bridge4 is going to be covering a lot of Wheel of Time stuff. So if you haven't checked out Bridge's stuff, he just broke down the most recent trailer for it. And he's going to be doing uh, every episode breakdowns and stuff like that. So if you're not subscribed to Bridge 4, make sure you do that and check out his content on that series as it's coming up. Corey Mitchell says, horror movies are dumb after you've seen them a few times. Um, After you've seen one, you've seen basically every single one. And that's my thing with horror. I'm not a bit, you know, I hate to say it like this in the beginning of a series where episode, we're going to be talking about this kind of stuff, but I think, you know, I'm not that far off from you. I don't really like scary movies or horror movies. What, and There's that's no why real substance to them. like saw one or maybe hostile. If you can call those two horror movies, which I think you can. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the, in the blanket genre are like, but like once you get past, like, even like I don't know, uh, like Dead Silent one and two—is that what they're called? Or fucking no, like they're all fair. just so fucking like formulaic. Uh, but yeah, but, but in all that in all that fairness, that is why I love eighties slasher villains because they're on the verge of comedies. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Only the one, only Nightmare is. No, f- fuck that. Friday the 13th, comedy-ish. Halloween's a comedy-ish. Uh, fucking uh, Chucky. Chucky is a fucking stand-up com- comedy. Chucky, yes. yes. Chucky, yes. No, they all, they all try to be dark comedy, and that's what I love about those kind of horror movies. They don't take themselves seriously. You got fucking Joe Bob Briggs introducing them on Monster Madness uh, and that show. Like they, They're the just The first like, one of all the series, though. Come on, I'm more now, serious. Halloween yeah. one, Nightmare on Elm Street one, Friday the Thirteenth one, Chucky one. None of them, except maybe Chucky, were trying to be funny at all in the slightest. None of them were. None of them were. You mean the first ones? The first ones, the ones yeah, that first. launched all of those series. None of them were. Then the second one, maybe they play with it in a scene or two. 
But usually it's around the third one where they're like, okay, everybody's seen this shit. Time to start cracking the jokes and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if Saw ever really got there, but Chucky certainly went there. Chucky Friday the 13th Chucky's- went there. Nightmare on Elm Street went there. Nightmare on Elm Street went full on there. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street's a little bit different than the other ones. Right, in because... The even in the first Robert. one, he had a little bit of, come on here, bitch, I'm going to kill you. Right, because like, he's a dream guy. He's a dream guy. He talks to people. Robert England is this side of Brent Spiner from like a performer, you know? He could have been Data, and Data could have been Freddy Krueger. Like, I, I feel like both those actors are very analogous for each other. Uh, watch him in Adventures of Fared, Ford Failing. It's one of my favorite underrated Robert England performances playing the playing the antagonist to Andrew Dice. Adventures of Ford Failing is great. It's it's a really bad, good 80s movie. And Gilbert yeah. Godfrey is amazing in that movie, too. And what's her name as the name I give my dog? My, I, I call my uh, Lotus for no apparent reason. I refer to Lotus as Zuzu Petals. And... And I, no one knows really what that's from, and and it's it's so I'm so horrible. It's, that it's, well, it's in, not from Ford Fairlane, Phil. Is it for? Is Ford is quoting something else? What yes, what is it originally? Yes. From? Zuzu's petals. My Zuzu's petals. I still have Zuzu's petals. It's from uh, the Christmas movie there with fucking uh, Christmas Christmas Tale or Christmas whatever. No, not not <laughs> a Christmas story. Um, the other one there that play play a wonderful life. It's oh uh, okay. It's 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 a uh, it's a uh, it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Okay. Well, yeah, we got Zuzu, his daughter's name is Zuzu, and he gets she gives him petals from a, a flower from fucking from something. He's got them on him throughout the whole movie that he doesn't have them at one point, and then when he finally gets home, he's got Zuzu. Now, Zuzu's Joe, petals. I got Zuzu's petals. Well, that's why I call Look, Daddy, people. every time a bell rings, an angel gets, gets his wings. Uh, Corey Mitchell says, Jason in space. What the fuck? What the fuck was that? The real YT. Hi, Phil and everybody. Good thing I checked to see if I got any notifications. Thank you, guys, Notification Squad, for popping on in here and saying hi to us here on this. This is one of those nights where Joe and I came out here with absolutely no plan, and we're just shit-talking tonight. So we appreciate any questions and comments sending us in multiple directions. We do have this topic, and as Joe said, it's going to be very quick, but I'm just curious of your ranking. So you can Motel Hell and The Beast Within. Both old 80s, late 70s movies. Fucking great. I, I talked, when I was a kid. I've talked about this movie a lot before we get into our, our lists and the big ones here. Um, we've, I've talked about this movie a lot. An underrated one that came out around that time that I always loved is called Shocker. It's uh, another Wes Craven movie. It's it's about this guy that's uh, a murderer. He goes on death row. He gets executed, gets but he's into the he, electrical system. He says some oh, spell. Yeah, so, so he says some movie, spell though. like Chucky, and he gets it's so bad. I love I it, dude. And and then too, it, man, that was so horrible. It was a bend. Me pick. too. I, I saw that at, at this that weekend. All right. I saw it at the theater in um in the Liberty Tree Mall, the one that's down by where the bookstore is now. That's uh, the Barnes yep, and Noble. Yep. Yep. Um, another underrated movie that's not even a horror movie, but I used to watch it a lot of times on Halloween was the movie Haunted Honeymoon with uh, Gilder Radner and Gene Wilder and Dom DeLuise. I feel like it's a movie that kind of gets forgotten about over time. It, it's a uh, it, it's Saturday the fourteenth. Saturday Fourteenth was a good movie. I remember renting that from uh, the video corner because I saw the um, I saw the ad for it and stuff. 
So, uh, so let's catch up in the live chat here and say hi to say hi to some people as Joe gets into his apple. Oh, we, great to see Mandrell in the live chat. Hopefully, all is going well, my friend. I recommend Raw 2016 in Titan, a French body horror movie. Same director. I think Jennifer Aniston got her start in Leprechaun. I think it was Leprechaun three or was it Leprechaun two? But yes, Jennifer Aniston's first movie role was in one of the Leprechaun movies. Um, Great to see. Uh, Merle Davis, no way, Phil. Watch The Outsiders. It's a good midway between Opie and Beta. Sinister has been my favorite scary movies. We got the Triangle Guard in the live chat. Great to see you, Triangle Guard. Great to see all of you guys. We really do appreciate it. We know we haven't been here for a couple weeks, but when we get through with a Walking Dead season, we kind of need to uh, exercise our demons to be excited and, and get get away from our post-traumatic Walking Dead disorder from uh, talking too much about it this season. So. So without wasting any time to get into the topic, and as I said, if you guys have any other questions about any things or you want to call on in and give some of your choices, some of your favorite horror franchises and horror movies or favorite episodes of of Halloween-based television series, uh, because we were talking about what shows had the best Halloween specials uh, before the show started, and I think in my memory, Home Improvement was always really good. Roseanne was one that always had a good Modern Family. Uh, I didn't really watch too much of that show, but yes, that did. Speaking of Modern Family, I feel like I have memories when you say that of of um of, of Married with Children having some fun Halloween episodes in my memory too. I don't uh, remember them ever being any good. Were you were you a big fan of how Married with Children? Yeah, me too. I'm, I was a huge fan walking it. Got it. An apple away keeps the doctor away. Tales from the hood. That was a great one. Oh, remember. Oh, my God. I remember seeing Haunted Honeymoon at the theater and thinking it sucked. Sorry, Phil. That is fine. That is one of, that is one of the last movies Gene Wilder actually did. He uh, directed it. He wrote it. He put a lot of his time and effort to it. And then his wife, unfortunately, got sick. Gilda Radner got sick uh, relatively soon after that movie uh, got put out. But uh, but. I understand it's definitely not a movie that I'd recommend for everyone, but it was a movie I used to watch historically. I had it on a VHS cassette, and it's something I used to turn on a lot during Halloween. Okay, so um, so to get into this here, and, and Joe, feel free to be as... I'll go first, since I'll be a little bit more detailed on some of these stuff, and then... Uh, and then we can make talk a little bit about each franchise here. I'll just ba- I'll just badmouth everything you you try to talk good about. Okay, so uh, so let, let me let me try to po- let me try to poker that one. So uh, so so check talk shitty about things I actually like and the things I hate talk. One thing I really liked in the movie Summer School was Chainsaw and what's his name uh, liking horror movies and bringing that. Okay. Is that a, that's not a Halloween movie? Why are we talking about summer yeah, school? No, that's no. a great movie. Chainsaw is fucking fantastic. <laughs> it is because I wanted you to shit talk it. A dude that goes to the bathroom at the beginning and doesn't come back until the end of summer school. <laughs> and yeah, he's, the, he's, he's gone he's forever. Put on it. <laughs> did you did you used to watch um any of the the shows like Tales from the Crypt or Amazing Stories or the Freddy Krueger show or the Jason awesome. and, uh, There was another one um Creep Show? Creep Show, yep. Creep shows were great. I think there was one Tales from the Dark those Side. Were like horrorish Twilight Zones. Mhm. Yep. And Absolutely. they were short. They don't they're not they didn't have to be long to be 
scary or suspenseful and shit, you know? Oh, good. Tri- uh, Triangle Guard, you don't want to know where that apple came from. Mm. It came from the bag. That's it. It came from the bag. It's, it's, it's not, not nothing big. Okay, so you're going to shit talk it, but I don't care. My favorite of all of the any horror movie franchise, I've talked about it a lot before, but my favorite by far is Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Uh, even the bad Nightmare on Elm Streets I enjoy because I think Robert England and I think Freddy's funny. And I think some of the kills are creative. Even like the stupid ones at the end, like where the kid jumps into the video game and Freddy kills him in the video game and goes, now nah, you're playing with power. Huh? Like even stupid shit like that, I still get a kick out of it and laugh at it a little bit and laugh at it enough to be entertained by it. So I think by far for me, Freddy's probably number one. And I think in general... The good Freddy movies, I enjoy more than all of the other movies just because of said said uh, dream sequences. And I think the Freddy antagonists, aside from Jamie Lee Curtis, the Freddy antagonists are more uh, memorable to me than the ones that fought Jason. I mean, we got we got Corey, Corey Feldman and then Tommy Jarvis that popped up and in three different movies he was played by Johnny Depp. He was played by three different. He Johnny Depp in the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Was, yes, he you, you started with Johnny Depp, but really Nancy and Nancy's dad, played by I forget the actor's name, but he's a he was a big actor around that time. And then in every movie, then you had Patricia Arquette in one of the movies, and like uh, in Dream Warriors, all those characters were fucking memorable. Um, each one of them with the different powers. The kid that was the D and D kid, the girl that had the knives, the strong dude, the kid with the voice that didn't talk, the puppet show kid. Like each one of them were really memorable. And even until like the last one with uh, the final nightmare, bringing back Nancy, bringing back her well, dad. Number three, Nightmare on Elm Street number three was the best Nightmare on Elm Street. It, it's a cross between one and three. I, I think either is an acceptable answer if we're if we're saying it. And I would say those are my favorite. But, but if we're doing rankings of our favorite versus the best, is the best one of all these movies the first Halloween? Is it is it tough to beat the first Halloween for quality? I think... I think as I always thought it sucked. I'm oh, sorry like to say. That? Everybody, everybody's like, oh, Halloween's the best. Oh, it's it's so great. I always thought it sucked. I always thought the fat bald guy sucked. I always thought Mike, like, but every- Michael. But Michael, what you're talking about, Michael. What I liked about Halloween is my Star Trekness. And if p- people know this, it's an old thing by now. Everyone knows this. The the face of Mike Myers is actually a mask of William Shatner that was dyed white. Uh, they uh, because I think they had two choices. Oh, so I'm supposed to like a whole movie because I get to look at a Mike uh, a fucking mask of fucking William Shatner. Come on, that's yeah, that's ridiculous. That, no, okay, but- great, nice creative thing. Okay, move on. That doesn't save two hours of my fucking life. No, but but I would say Jamie Lee Curtis is also exceptionally awesome in pretty Does much she show every her tits in that movie. I'm not sure. I don't remember because she I, show her tits in that movie. You don't, I don't know, remember? You, the answer is no. Pass. <laughs> you're such a dick. Check out. Go go look up Mr. Skin if you want to know that. Hey, fucking you're the one with the name Weinstein. Don't don't say things like that. <laughs> Please. What's the film called? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so anyways, we go over here and uh, Swordstone says, I like the first Nightmare on Elm Street film, but my favorite is actually Wes Crayson's New Nightmare. I was about to say that too. I think I think a New Nightmare also deserves special remembrance. I don't like all the choices in a New Nightmare. I like the... 
I like the um I don't like the new design of Freddy, but I think the whole concept behind it in, is an interesting concept and it's a unique way to try to bring back Freddy to be scary again. Yeah. And I think it's the uh, I think it's the third best nightmare on Elm Street. I, I actually really do enjoy a new nightmare a lot more than other people do. I think it's got some creative artwork to it, and I like that Wes Craven came back and worked on it. And he's he's does some acting in it too. Uh, See, I was done after after the number four. That was the last one I saw. Oh no, Freddy vs. Jason. Okay, Freddy vs. Jason. We're, we're gonna get. I was gonna talk about that at the at the end after we talked about Jason too. But but just to get into it right away, I think Freddy vs. Jason. If we're ranking battle movies between two monsters, except for some of the old ones where you really got. I think Freddy vs. Jason is one of the best ones because you actually get most of it is Freddy actually versus Jason. Yeah, they introduce some human characters, but. That like first Alien versus Predator. I spent way too much time with humans and not enough times with Aliens versus. How Predator. many times have I said that 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 movie should have been silent and there should have just been fucking Aliens and Predators and that's it. I feel like the Freddy versus Jason one. They got it more than some of those movies. They got they they got the understanding of what they needed to do. Yes, they did. Uh, Tony. Tony, motherfucking pajamas in the live chat. Uh, Freddie Wiggs to Jason. Jamie Lee Curtis can still get it. I agree, AK. That's basically basically what I, I wanted to say, that I think she is a talent, and she steals those movies, everyone that she's in. I, I'm not a huge, like, from an entertainment standpoint, I'm not a big as big of a fan of the Halloween movies, Joe. I prefer the next one I want to talk about here, the Friday the 13th ones, because the Friday the 13th ones, you can argue, are some of the worst of all of them in the sense of, like, put-together movies. They were cut the most from uh, the NPA, cutting most of the kills out of them. Uh, they're really kind of silly in some ways in a, in a lot of stuff, but I like them all. I generally smile my way through watching Friday the 13th movies. I like Jason as a character. Uh, I think he's uh, more more charismatic of a character than Mike Myers is, even though they're both masked guys with with knives. And and I generally do like a lot of the Friday the 13th stuff. I don't know if part of my love for the Friday the 13th came from our whole phase playing the video game and getting all into that. Uh, and I think... it. The campiness and the cheesiness, Friday the 13th embraces more than a lot of the other ones of these film series. Like, right, almost right from the beginning. Like, having Jason run around with a That's bag because of his of the head. low budget. Yes. And Jason's mother talking and like, oh, Jason, I'm going to get you. You're a good boy, Jason. They all suck. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can really say about horror movies is they just all suck. I don't. I feel like that is. I feel like that's a. Uh, you're taking the easy way out there because you I, I am because I don't find. I can't find like. <laughs> where's the Where's the suspense? It's always the same. Where's like, and the same can be said for action movies and drama <laughs> movies. They all follow that same pattern and everything, and it's really just what you're into. But they just don't. See, they, I, don't, I don't fall into from like hostile. I liked hostile. I thought that was a good movie. Right. Like, so it's not about genre. It's about good or bad for you. But that's uh, barely a horror movie. That's more like like it's a horror movie because that shit could fucking happen. Like the the slasher parts isn't what makes that movie scary. <laughs> you know, like, it's the fact that you can be taken at all out of the fucking hostile. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, we got the Terminator. Like Taken is just about almost as horror movie ish as as Hostel, but 
because that no, just I mean, makes this more some action other than some horror, other action right? movies some action movies definitely use elements of horror movies we get the terminator in the live chat especially the first terminator movie definitely uses a lot of elements of the monster kind of movie uh hunting you down not being able to stop it uh so a lot of other movies do that i guess i feel a little bit yes, different even yes, though it's yes. not my even though it's not my favorite genre i can I want to, and I enjoy looking at it and judging it within itself. So if I, even if I thought the similar to you, like it all sucked and I'm not into it, I would still be able to tell you which things I think suck less and more. And we're talking about like, like, so like I, you get the scale of movies, right? Is this movie, any, any genre, whatever, all genres, all movies, whatever. What's your favorite five movies to to go through all genres? Give it a give it a one through ten ranking, right? All the fucking horror movies, just about maybe would be in the bottom of your list. Like, but that's just it. Like, like none of them are good enough to be like. Even though I don't like horror movies, even though it's not my thing, that's a movie that's good enough to be a seven or an eight in the See, movie scales of th- of, of it, the movie again, scale. It, I think it depends on how you rank things and and fair enough that you rank every movie against each other. I tend to rank movies based like what you're saying within their genre. Like if you picked if you were doing your 100 movies or doing the top 10 movies of every possible genre, no horror movie would be even close to your top list. Right. Like I could pick, I could pick 1 through 10 of horror movies that are good that are the best 10 and that's, movies. Yeah, but that's like, what I, that's what I want you to do. Be shitty fucking movies Fine. we accept that we accept this. that you think that they're all shitty now which ones do you actually like and out of these shitty characters that all fucking suck which ones do you, do you, <laughs> you think but, fucking that's, suck the last? that's the thing i find no i find no difference between <laughs> you're being lazy the characters of like the the i find no difference between Okay, so you bring up Terminator, and he's the big monster that can't be stopped, that keeps coming, but he's only coming for one fucking person, right? So he's not really that scary because he's never going to come after you. So all the other ones, they're going to come after you eventually, right? Like, because that's what they do. Like, if you go to Crystal Lake or go to the woods, you get Jason's gun. If you fall asleep anywhere and Freddy's just there. off and blink your eyes, Freddy's coming for you. If you go to the hospital or whatever the fuck Mike Myers likes to fucking torment, you know, or is he just going after the doctor and fucking Jamie Lee Curtis all the fucking time and he, other people just get in the way. He kills babysitters, doesn't he? Isn't that? Isn't that I don't right? fucking know what he kills. I never he, pay attention to him because they all like they all lose my attention so quickly. Joe, speaking of paying attention, I mean, I think if we're talking about quality of actual production-wise films of who did who created the highest quality scary movies for me, it would be in that top list. And this is where I slightly disagree with you, Joe. If I was making like top lists, I would probably maybe put a couple of Hitchcock movies in there. Something like The Birds was horrifying to me as a kid and delivered exactly is what it was Jaws trying to do. Jaws a scary movie? Is Jaws a horror movie? Because everybody... It's in a the monster movie. Jaws, Jaws, Jaws is a shark and going in the water. Jaws is a monster movie, not a horror movie, but I do think it uses certain elements. But, Joe, we do have a voicemail from our good buddy, Tim. So let's hear what Tim has to say Tim, to us. He just has to tell me to shut the fuck up, I'm sure. I mean, I think, that's, I think it's going to be part of it. Yeah, so what? Uh, shut up, fuck <laughs> Yeah, you got it. Oh, that's me. You shut fuck Oh, shit. No, that's it. <laughs> you didn't have anything else to say. You just wanted to tell us to shut the fuck up. So, Joe, have you ever seen the movie Mama? 
Uh, I saw like five minutes of it. Eh. And that's the thing. Like, I, none of them hold my attention long enough for me to be like, oh, that was like, like, even, uh, see, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you the Saw movies are probably the best, right? No, you talked about Saw a couple of times tonight. I've seen about half of the first one. I think the Candyman. <laughs> I think the, I think the Candy, oh, Candyman's Candy very good. Candyman is good because of who Candyman was. Yeah, the actor is an amazing actor, and he's got he's so creepy with his voice. And, but aside from that, even those movies sucked. Like all I wanted to do was go. First thing I did was go like like scary. No, Nightmare on Elm Street scared me. I didn't want to go to sleep for like a week after that. Like any of the other ones, no. No, not scary. Hostile? Yeah, I don't want to go to a fucking something to stand. <laughs> Whatever, it's staying a fucking hostile. DJ, which um, which one was uh, Hill House? Was Hill House the first one or the second one? I like the first one. House on Haunted Hill? No, the Netflix series, the first of the two that they did, the haunting on was Hill House the first one? The first one was good. The second one I didn't get into. Uh um tony todd is great tony todd is pretty much great in everything he's in he's uh he's also uh plays, star trek yeah plays kern uh Worf's brother and he's in one of the one of the highest rated star trek episodes of all time on deep space nine called the visitor where he plays an older version of jake sisko uh he's, he's a great well, actor he's also in a web 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 thing they did where uh i was he in a short trek a short, a short Trek thing as well, which was really good. It was like a fan-made thing that was really good. We watched it, Phil. It was about like a, a, a star base somewhere. Oh, yeah, yes. Yes, we did. entries or some shit. Like, Holy shit, we got OTDA in the live chat. We have so many friends popping in in the live chat. It's great to see so many voices and faces and so many folks that we haven't seen in a while. Thank you so much for checking out this live stream. Please make sure you hit that like button on the way in even if you don't stick around it helps this get out to more people and be suggested to more people tonight we're just talking about favorite how ha- halloween memories and how much joe thinks horror movies suck and I, I this is one of those things where i don't have the strength to argue with you as much because i don't i'm not far off from disagreeing with you it's just if it wasn't for my love for the nightmare on elm street series i might agree with you but if i'm making not best movies but if i'm making a list of the top my top 20 favorite movies at least Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three would be in there, uh, in a, and I there's probably a couple of these other movies that I'd pop in there too that have some elements of scary kind of stuff. Um, so uh, so so I, I guess I'm a little bit different than you in that. Maybe uh, is Misery considered a scary movie? Uh, See, I don't think so. I wouldn't put that on. Like kind of, kind of a horror movie. What is it? Is there a difference? Uh, do they belong in the same genre? Steve King, Stephen King wrote it. I mean, but like, I, what are his horror movies? I like Maximum Overdrive, where this machine's killing Emilio Estevez. Is that, a movie or is that an action movie? No, that's a horror movie with the you get that's the just a horror movie. yes, Maximum Overdrive is a horror movie. It's more of a horror movie than than Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive is a horror movie. So then Terminator is because machines taking over the world. Like that's, that's not just, machines, that's, it's aliens. That's just, that's just what the company's first run over there is. That fucking Maximum Overdrive is no is, Maximum is Overdrive not... was aliens, Joe. It was oh. a, remember a comet or something? A comet thing passed through space. That's and just the cover story, man. It's really, it's really that company. Yeah, that, that's what they, that's what they want you to think, Joe. That's, that's what they fucking want you to think. Company, goddamn it. 
AK says misery is creepy and fanatical, but I wouldn't call it a horror movie. Uh, the house of a thousand corpses. Is that the one with like the, the house with all the glass walls and Jack black? I liked that. I thought that was good. That's a horror movie. That was a good um, movie. devil's advocate. Nope, not a horror movie. It has some horror elements. It has some like scare, like shock, jump scares in it. Like when you uh, when you not look at the girl's, girl's faces, but it uses elements of it. You know what? How about how about this? Dracula is that a yeah, horror movie? The, the Dracula one? with yeah. no, the one that came out with fucking Bela Lugosi. Oh, not that shit. Not the Emilio S. Not the uh, the, the the fucking uh, Keanu one. Yeah, yeah. The Gary Oldman Keanu one is that is that a is that a, a horror movie? It's Dracula, right? It's, it sucks. It sucked. I, I didn't enjoy that movie. I know some people really do like that, that movie. Was a fucking trash fest from fucking. Start Wasn't Emilio Estevez so in Maximum Overdrive? Yes, he was. He uh, was yeah. And also, who else was in that movie? The voice of Lisa Simpson actually acting. And yep. I want to say there's maybe one or two other people like you would recognize in yes, it. Yes, there are popping in. But the two that I really remember the most are Emilio and her. In her, yeah, because it's she's like so Lisa Simpson when she screams. She except she speaks a little bit more in a southern accent, but she's like she she can't help but speak. Out of all the Simpsons voice actors, she's the only one that actually sounds like Lisa Cape Simpson. Fear. Cape Fear, uh, it's Cape Fear is a scary movie. Both Cape Fe- Cape Fear is a really scary movie. Those are more like he says uh, action uh, drama thrillers, not. <gasps> Excuse me, counsel. Do you consider Silence of the Lambs a horror movie? Drama thriller, same as uh, Cape Fair, right? Essentially, yep, drama thriller, Devil's Advocate, drama and yeah, as AK thriller. said in the live chat, Devil's Advocate, drama thriller. Uh, Devil's Advocate is a great one. It is a great movie and one of Pacino's best, like underrated performances because it gets forgotten about a little bit. But some of the monologues that Pacino gets to do as the devil in that movie, he's one of my favorite on-screen uh, pro- devil performances. Uh, Keanu, that's not one of my favorite Keanu performances. It was before Keanu like stopped giving a fuck and everyone loves him now is when he was in his trying to act phase and he tries this accent through a whole movie that just doesn't work. Uh, I think they tried to get, and I'd have to research it a little bit, but I, I think I read somewhere that they tried to get Matthew McConaughey and he was busy. He's like, I don't want to play a lawyer again because he just played a lawyer in like seven movies in a row and they uh, gave it to Keanu and they didn't change the fact that you're supposed to have sort of like a southern southern accent of some sort, but whatever. Um, okay, so my favorite of all those movies is Freddy. The, the night, the the um, the Friday Thirteenth movies, I think, are the some of the cheesier of all of them, worst put together. I want to take a moment here, Joe, and talk about something you might like because I watched a documentary on basically finally seeing what happened with it. Horror movies may not be your cup of tea, but you have gotten into a few, uh, and maybe one, anyways. I've definitely liked a few with Silent Hill. Um, the 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 Friday Thirteenth video game was a game uh, that, for a few months, anyways, six months or so, was your uh, was your game. Joe tends to find one. He plays a lot of games, but almost you, a year. Yeah, was it almost a year? But but it was like that maybe was your longer. that was your go to game for a little bit there for a while. Um, do you think that was a better representation of the product and of like horror movies than the actual movies? Did you uh, get into that? Or was it more the gameplay I, alone? Well, here's the thing. I didn't get the game because of the, the I got the game because of you guys, because of the chat, oh, to play, because, to play, you know, yeah. because of Gary Eakin and everybody. Multi- that, like, so I was like, all right, it's multiplayer, you know, and we all played it together. And it took me, 
it took me a couple weeks to actually get into. Like I thought it was, I mean, it's a shitty game. It's super shitty. And, and the reasons why is it basically was supposed to be another game at one point in time. And it was going to be like a, uh, with a bunch of different, um, slasher villains, like each level would be a different slasher villain. But then they randomly sent the information to the nightmare and up to the, uh, Friday 13th people who, surprisingly jumped on board and they thought that that would get them picked up by a bigger major studio and no studio picked it up. So they ended up having to indie and build the game themselves. And then they had success. They were sort of going with it and then they got sued by the, by a company. And the uh, owner, the original owner of Friday the 13th sued to get his property back. Exactly. And And now they're in litigation and they couldn't add anything more to the game and the service. So the game, the game itself was choppy. It was, it was glitchy. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It had a lot of, um, if you got into the game, it had a lot of suspense to it because you didn't want to die by Jason, but it's fairly simple game. It's straightforward. Do you think that game would have worked with, was anything about that game? Just the fact it was Jason would have worked just as well if it was a Halloween Mike Myers game or a Nightmare on Elm Street game. It had nothing to do specifically with the, with the Jason or the, the Friday 13th setup. Correct. So the next one I want to talk about here, the next little guy that I got, I have to mention because there's a new series that I haven't watched yet, and I kind of fell off on his movies, and it's not because I didn't like them. Uh, I generally do like the Child's Play movies because they're so ridiculous, they're good. Again, similar to Nightmare on Elm Street in that way that we're talking about a doll that's a voodoo doll that's become a, a murderer, and it's just hilarious to me to watch it. And I think it's Chucky, a, Chucky is a good one. Chucky, the voice actor that does it, who is Jennifer Tilly, the bride of Chucky is awesome. Yeah, pretty much all of them. I haven't watched this new Chucky series. Chucky is sort of an underrated one because I think all of his movies have a smile, smile factor. Excuse me. I think right, the worst because those try to be comedic too as well. Yeah, I think the worst one is the one where the, it might be the second one where the kids in the military school or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't even remember. I don't even. Yeah, dude. We got Vol Spirit in the live chat. I love horror movies, but it's damn hard to find a good one. We got Joe Mama in the live chat, too. It's great to see so many faces popping in here tonight that we haven't seen in a while, or maybe some new faces that are just coming on in here. People had some boring Halloween nights. Right, exactly. You have nothing else to do, so you're coming out to watch two dumbasses uh, cosplay each other. (laughs) I think I might. What I should have done is wore some of your clothes I still have from 1995. Right, like the the green plaid the green plaid jacket like there was a very awkward moment where i stole uh one of joe's coats several thousand years ago and he hadn't seen it in probably 30 years and he helped me move last year this this was the last time you helped me move not the most recent time and it was like a horror movie where joe turns he just sees it sitting there he's like that that and then I think you forgot it again or something well, like that. Well, I, I, I said, hey, that's yours now, I guess, right? Is it still the, is mine, it, but I saw it and I knew it was mine. It was the statue of limitations. 20 years later. <laughs> 20. I think it might be, it might be we're, we're a little older than that. It might be, it's pro- no, it's probably 20. You're right. It's probably about 20. 
Might watch The Descent too. I remember liking that one. We got Natalie. Hi, Phil. How are you doing? Great to see you in the live chat. We are doing great. We're excited to be out here tonight babbling to you guys about something other than The Walking Dead. Even if this is one of these days, we'll get on a topic that Joe is excited about talking about. But The Last uh, of Us, Lord of the Rings, Time well, Circle, whatever. Time Circle, The Wheel of Time. The, the Wheel of Time. The the time Circle. That's a different show altogether. Game Respect of Thrones, Days Gone Past, or whatever it is is uh, house of dragons yeah that's the one <laughs> days gone fast it's not an x-men movie Day- game <laughs> of thrones days of future past uh, that might be pretty good we got red lipstick club anna the, the beautiful the wonderful anna in the live chat the worst damn chucky is when chucky and tiffany had a kid together it's like what the fuck that was terrible weird ass kid and that's some of those choices when some of those horror movies just get to these most ridiculous crazy awful points in time where they just go completely off the deep end uh and i think some of the halloween movies that we've gotten in more recent years have gotten that way when we get to like jason x or uh freddy's dead the final nightmare uh, or then we get into the worst of it where we get those reboots of the series where we got the the new did you watch the new nightmare no. on Elm street joe you never watched that no it was bad. It was it was yep. probably one of the worst of those. I didn't like uh, Jackie Haley or something, whoever they got to play Freddy. I didn't think he added enough personality to the character of Freddy, and I don't like the Freddy makeup or the CG that they did with his face. It looked fucking stupid. Uh, but, but yeah, I didn't enjoy that at all. We got Andrew. I love spooky movies, but I cannot stand horror movies. Uh, so what about The Simpsons? The Simpsons. Okay, if we're talking about... I'm sorry, I know we're jumping all over the place, but this is sort of a freeform, drunky Halloween kind of discussion. So feel free to toss us in those directions. I feel like even through the years of The Simpsons being shitty, when I've gone back to watch them, a highlight of Simpsons episodes throughout the years has been The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. I think they're always interesting takes on it. They're shorts so that they have some sort of more of an interesting nature to them than some of the other uh, Simpsons episodes when we get into when, when we get too much into the repetition of what the Simpsons has done over and over again. So I think I generally always enjoy the Treehouse of Horror episodes. I think if we're looking at sitcoms and television shows that have done great Halloween episodes, it's not, it's easy to ignore what the Simpsons did for Halloween, uh, but because of so much of, of, uh, just the Simpsons being at a point in time where I don't like it because it's been on so long. And even me as Joe can attest to this at one point in time, I was probably the biggest Simpsons fanboy you could get when Sunday nights came on. It was time to, uh, time to watch it. Everything had to shut down and in my whole room, which was, you know, place where we'd hang out in my room, we're, would turn into oh we got to sit down and watch this episode and get into it and it was appointment television watching for me in a lot of ways and i really really don't like it now i think it's it's horrible but i do occasionally pop in and watch the treehouse horror episodes and do have to give the show the credit for always putting out a really good fun i mean some of them are better than others but in general putting out really fun horror uh takes and little little fun simpson scary take aka joe rocking that 1800 sleepy hollow with johnny depp was a was a good one didn't that also have christina ricci in it as well uh the sleepy hollow movie 
Um, did you en- did you enjoy uh, television series or movies like The Addams Family or The Munsters or Beetlejuice or more comedic horror takes on things like that? Talking to me? Yes. Repeat the question, please. <laughs> Joe <laughs> rocking that eighteen hundred. <laughs> Do you like do you like things like uh like you know like the Adams family the mo- the monsters uh more comedic horror takes on things? Yeah, Saturday the fourteenth. Yeah, Saturday the fourteenth. Like more things that have a Monster Squad. Mo- the Monster Squad's a great fucking movie, Joe. I mean, the Wolfman has nards. Wolfman, it's the thing you, everyone remembers from that. But yes, the Wolfman has nards. Uh, I don't care. Casper and Adam's family values stand the test of time. I'll even throw in Halloween Town. Uh, the, the Adam Sandler, uh, Frankenweenie or something like that, I think is very cute too. I prefer that kind of spookiness, more funny, less serious, uh, hardcore stuff uh, than more, more stuff that has a good sense of humor to it. Let's see. Uh, Treehouse. Yeah, the treehouses were always generally pretty good. Uh, I never got into the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. I enjoyed going to see it live several times, dressing up to go see it. Uh, and it's one of my favorite movies. And I very, I very much enjoy uh, Rocky Horror. And... And, and I very much enjoy the stage uh, performances in the in the soundtrack of the stage uh, review of it, which has Anthony Head from um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, got Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer playing the Tim Curry part, um, doing a really awesome job. He he has an amazing voice. He sings a couple of times on Buffy, but he really, if you want to get a kick out of it, if you're a Buffy fan and you like Giles or got Giles, right? Not Giles, Giles. Um, Definitely check out uh, Giles. 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 Check out um, his the version Giles of Rocky Horror. <clears throat> I did a Paranormal Activity one and two. The first two. Do you like those kind of movies? The found footage uh, Paranormal Activity of your oh, watch? They suck. You didn't like those? I liked. I think I liked the, the first. Witch, one. The Witch one. What was the first one? Was the uh, witch, Blair, uh, Blair Witch. Blair that was witch that character. sucked. The Blair Witch. I don't care. People can hate on me all I want. It started a whole fucking genre, and the whole genre sucks. Let me. Let me what are you talking about, Joe? What sucks about it? Exactly, shaky cam. It not only started like it also went into the whole shaky cam thing for like action movies. What are you talking about, Joe? What are you talking about? Yeah, close up face, naughty no shaky cam. I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. No. I'll figure as you. When I have to fix my camera, you go off. I'm like. Okay, I'm better now. There. So you're mute. you're muted for there for a second. Yeah, let me go down. Here we go. That's better. Um, <laughs> same. A lot of folks sleep on haunted mansion. I love the cheese of it. Yeah, I like haunted mansion. Is another one. It's kind of funny, cheesy. I mentioned. I know uh, DJ said she didn't really love it, but that I mentioned haunted honeymoon. Dude, earlier. horror movie, Fatal Attraction. Horror movie, The Money Pit. Oh, that's a fucking horror movie. Yeah, the Money Pit is definitely a horror movie with, uh, with Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. If you uh, if you haven't watched oh, it, it's, it's Shelley Long, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> horror movie. Uh, Sonic. I'm with you. Blair Witch wasn't good, but I generally did enjoy. There was at least one of one or two of the Paranormal Activity movies I I kind of liked. There was the one that was everything was nothing, and then you see like the witch thing fly past the screen. I jumped the fuck out of my shit. I really did. 
Lindsay. Oh, we got Lindsay in the live chat. I haven't seen Lindsay in a long time. Lindsay, thank you for popping on in here. Lindsay, the cynical geek in the live chat with us. Great to see you, Lindsay. Uh, Blair Witch was awesome until the end. I agree. Uh, Merle says, I agree with you. Found footage sucks. Uh, Sonic says, Money Pit was hilarious. Hilarious and horrifying. The older, the older you get, the more horrifying that movie gets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like watching Christmas Vacation when you get older and you just start thinking about... Budget Vacation. <laughs> or no, I was thinking with, uh, with the, when he lights up, puts all the Christmas lights out, you start thinking about his electric bill. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like the older I get, the more I start thinking about Chevy Chase's electric bill in, in Vacation. That's the, that's the real joke. That's what, ma- that's what makes me fucking laugh. <laughs> I like the Money Pit too. I like all those early Tom Hanks movies that get forgotten about in the history of Tom Hanks and uh, Splash, the Money Pit, uh, the Birds. Oh, What's Joe- his name? Just died too from um, uh, from Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies. Peter yeah. Solari. Yeah, he was he was he was great. And Tom Hanks took care of him, put him in that thing you do first first opportunity. Okay, that's another comedic horror kind of movie I get comedic scary movie the burbs i think that's one of the best spooky ish that is such a good movie the clopex best best cory feldman performance in adult cory feldman bruce dern bruce dern is amazing in that movie and tom hanks it's like tom hanks is unbelievable tom hanks and bruce dern have excellent chemistry in that movie yep. it's uh that's one of those again forgotten about movies because of what tom hanks did in the second half of his career you forget so much about those early movies but even Big's the only one that they talk about from that generation from him because it was the you know his big one pun intended. But uh, there's so many of the Tom Hanks <clears throat> movies of that age that get forgotten about. Uh, Nothing but trouble with him and Jackie Gleason. Punchline with him and Sally. The man Field. with one red shoe. Uh, I don't know if I remember that one. Or maybe. is that Steve Martin? Um, I th- I'm for some reason when you said that I'm thinking about the man with two brains. But uh, but I, I don't know. The man know with two brains is definitely Steve definitely Martin. Steve Martin. I don't know if I know the man with the uh, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin, another forgotten about hero of comedy. Uh, she's she's one of the fastest comedy minds in existence. Lily Tomlin's one woman show is unbelievable. Uh, there's a lot of movies she's great in, uh, but but an underrated one with her in and uh, is called Big Business with her and uh, what's her name? Uh, Wind beneath my wings. Uh, Bet Midler and. Uh, Really funny movie about one of the switching places, Prince and Popper kind of uh, story, and uh, I very much like it. But uh, but Tom Hanks, there's a movie punchline he did, one of his early dramatic roles where he plays a stand-up comic where you get a lot of bit uh, appearances from other stand-up comics. Damon Wayans has an earlier appearance in that. And Sally Field, which is funny, who plays his mother later in Forrest Gump, talk about a horror movie, uh, they hook up in the movie punchline. And then later she plays his mom in a movie. It's, it's, uh, it's, that, that's pretty fucking horrifying. Ghostbusters, obviously, we we have uh, we're talking a lot about comedic, scary movies. Generally speaking, Joe, one of the scariest moments I ever had in a movie ever, ever to this point is the library scene at the beginning of Ghostbusters. When that ghost turns around, I personally jumped out of my shit in that scene. The, I got scared. The boiled rabbit and Fatal Attraction. <laughs> the boiled rabbit and Fatal Attraction scared the shit out of me, dude. Um, the Burbs was great. That, that was very scary too, Joe. Uh, I've, I have another story for off air about that. Um, let's see. What did uh, the hey, – oh, the v, oh, sorry. I was just looking at a deleted comment. Um, good call. The Burbs and the People Under the Stairs. People Under the Stairs are definitely slept on. That's a scary fucking movie. Jacob's Ladder is another one that kind of gets slept on that, that horrified me as a kid. 
Lindsay, the cynical geek says the only two movies that scared the crap out of me when I was a kid was Poltergeist and American Werewolf in London. That made me think of one of the other movies that actually scared me when I was a kid. It wasn't Poltergeist, but it was called Amityville Horror or something like that. It was yeah. Another one of those like houses. Salem's on- Lot and Return to Salem's Lot. Yeah. Some of those early horror Hellraiser, movies. Those movies. Oh, dude. Phantasm. Phantasm one and two. I don't know if I saw those. Scary. With the orb, the guy with the fucking orb, the caretaker oh, of the cemetery with the f- flying orb with the spikes that came out of it Ooh. and shit. Like, yeah, phantasm movies. Lost Boys is another classic. Sonic says, great fucking movie. I'd say with uh, Hellraiser is, thank you, AK. Hellraiser is about the only, I love uh, AK's a horror movie with her sword. If you try to fuck with her, <laughs> she'll turn into Freddie Jason and chop you. Um, Hellraiser is about the only thing that really gives me a jump. I'm currently watching Return of the Living Dead, one of the best zombie movies of all time. Fright Night Hellraiser is a character, is a classic. Amityville scared the shit out of me because it was one of those get the fuck out of the house movies. There was just a voice in it at some point in time that scared me. Uh, the only Jason movie that ever scared me wasn't ever really Jason. It was in the the Jason movie. And another thing that just freaked me out for some reason in the Friday the 13th Jason Takes Manhattan movie, which most of it should have just been called Jason on a Boat because they only spend like five minutes in Manhattan because they couldn't afford like shooting in New York. So most of it, most of the movie is them on a on a boat. Every time one of the main character looks into a mirror, he sees himself drowning or sees like a drowning kid, drowning Jason, maybe it is. And for some reason, that image of the kid drowning always fucking fucked with me. Um, I put movies with scary ass kids at the top of my list. I'm not watching this alone. Uh, scary ass kids is a whole, whole friggin' different topic and kids can be really poltergeist is obviously one of the scariest kids of all time. I think the good, I think, um, and some people shit on this movie, but I very much enjoy it. And Joe probably knows the movie I'm going to talk about, but I think, uh, I think the good son with Macaulay Culkin, I think Macaulay Culkin plays creepy Drama as, thriller though, plays creepy as fuck in that movie though. But he's yeah. creep, like, his creepiness in that movie. Dude, is, I, 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 the I shiny knew a girl that kids. lived on the street, uh, same house that, that the good son was filmed. Oh on. yeah. Yep. Like yes, four we did. houses down, four mansions down for yep. like fucking old school, North Shore of Massachusetts mansions in like one of the richy rich rich communities. The kids in the um the sh- did you like Damn. The Shining, Joe? No, you you don't like The Shining? Eh. Not, not even for Jack and Olive Oil's performances there. Eh. <laughs> oh, that's Olive Oil at her the bathroom with the knife. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. I just want to rip your goddamn head off. Yeah, no. Do you, do you uh, any prison movies kind of a horror movie you know you could you could for me anyway it's a, uh, i watched the first few seasons of oz it's kind of Shawshank's a horror movie. A love story <laughs> oz is definitely a horror movie for tobias beecher if you want to look at it from that perspective um i think squid game had a lot of different elements of horror they blended it perfectly okay so this leads into something which i probably should have titled this if i want to get the most views See, on no this. that's an action thriller but let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about because we were going to be on. A, we were going to be on a couple of weeks ago, but we had a couple of uh, misses the last two weeks uh, to be on. But we were going to talk a little bit about Squid Game. Well, let's put. We can put a little pause. Uh, Joe, what were your opinions of uh, of Squid Game? It sucked. I would never me- recommend anybody to watch it. It was horrible. It was uh, predictable. It was. Bad production, 
Are you trolling, or is that is this really what no, you're I'm trolling? About? I'm trolling. I was on board with that shit way before everybody else. Man. Yeah, I, I, was, I was like, like wait, I was like, wait. I was like, wait, everything I know about you would lead me to believe you. There's nothing about this series you wouldn't like. I mean, because the, the only thing that you said is true is this is something that's been done a few times before in different ways, whether you want to say the Hunger Games or the Running Man, um, yeah. which which both did something somewhat similar. And I'm sure there's other stuff, but I think this does it better than what, both of those things. As much as I love the Running Man it, and... And the Hunger Games has its fans, and I haven't read the books, but you know the series is all right. The movie series is all right. I think this does that better than both of those things. Yep. And one of the reasons what makes it one of the things that make it good is it's not just like here's thirty eight million dollars. Like unless you did the math as one of the contestants or did the math immediately and everything, but you don't even really realize even when they tell you what what it is like. That it's when someone dies that money. Yeah, not money. not till the, not till that not to the spoiler alert of Squid Game. Spoiler alert of Squid Game. Spoiler alert of Squid Game. Get out of here if you don't want to be spoiled by it. Five, four, three, two, one. Yes, Joe. Not until the uh, red light, green light. The, to the moment, like you're in the eyes of those two characters, the two dudes that are like, let's play our game of this. Like you and I would be with this. Like oh, first one to the end wins. Fuck you. I'm you suck. And then and then one of them moves a little bit. And I think that was an amazing way of doing it because I think you really. The shock of it is half of what drew people to the series in that moment. It wasn't what you were expecting right there in that moment. And whereas the other ones, uh, The Running Man and uh, and the Hunger Games, you know what you're getting in for. This, it really was like, where are they going with this? Uh, until you get into it and see it. And it's like, oh, fuck. And they don't hold back. I think the way they do the violence in it is very much in a boys invincible kind of way where it's it's – it's so horrifying because it's everywhere, but it's like it, then it white noises itself. But then because, and it's like funny, sad, funny, sad, funny, sad, funny again, sad. Like, but it's like horrifying, horrifying, not horrifying, white noise, a numb to it. Oh my god, horrifying again! Like they get into that episode midway through the season where they split off into teams, and I'm not going to get into too much of a spoiler of that episode, like every every moment. But we get into a move, an episode that stops making things in a group consciousness and you get very personal with characters that you start to like and care about and then it's just like half half your shit you're taking half our shit here like no questions no asked and i think the reveal at the end was very good too it caused me to immediately go back and rewatch the series excuse me if you haven't watched it yet and you're waiting give it a shot uh i give it a high, high recommend recommendation. Um, yes, it's highly recommended to watch. One screen. of the best things on Netflix in years. Right now, yep. Yeah, really, really good stuff. And definitely check out AK's Squid Game discussion uh, with the link you can find in the live chat before. And yes, uh, Anna, to say I saw Anna say this in the side of my side of my corner eye. Yes, any movie where it's an innocent person going to jail, like uh, like Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy Life, to me that's a horror movie. Like like or or when uh, Andy Dufresne go into prison in that situation, or or Tobias in Oz or some shit like that. Even though. Tobias was guilty, but like the whole concept of someone be, of being innocent and getting put in jail because you can't prove it and no one believes you. That's like the biggest horror movie for me. There's lots of movies and shows that have done that. That would be, that is horrible. And I think if we're talking about things that are really, truly scary versus slasher horror type stuff, the stuff that's really scary is Twilight Zone kind of stuff. You know, th that's that gets me more than like mental stuff that can really fuck with your perspective, like things like 
thinking about that Twilight Zone episode where the the dude is it in that bird? I think it's Mickey. It might even be Mickey. I could be wrong. Uh, where he's stuck in the library and he his glasses, glasses break. Off. Yeah, like that to me is such a horrifying fucking thought. That's worse than uh, thinking about Candyman coming out of my mirror and killing me or whatever Candyman does. Uh, so like those kind of things really get me or that's why the birds is one of the most horrifying things. I know you were like, well, does Jaws freak you out like that? No, because there aren't, you know, most of the sharks of that size died off in the prehistoric age. <laughs> uh, you know, like uh, the biggest. I've seen both you and Nick get freaked out to jump off the pier. I don't know what's in that water. I, I'm weirded out by oceans, Joe. I'm definitely <laughs> weird. But it's, but it's more like barnacles and stingrays and shit I can put <laughs> my feet on and shit more than more than anything. But you're right. I am freaked out by oceans. I am freaked. Like, I, I don't like swimming in the ocean as much as I like swimming in lakes or ponds or pools or rivers. Like, I'd rather swim in any of those besides the ocean. I don't Unless care what it, it is. Give me a body of water. I'll yeah. jump in that shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I know you're like, you'll jump into anything, no questions asked, quickly off a high object. You're like, water? I'll jump without even looking down. I've seen you do it. Mm -mm. Oh, my God. Jay's in the live chat. Phil, enough of this shit. Have you, have you finished season one of Young Justice yet? I have yeah. not finished season one of Young Justice yet. Joe, have Love you watched all of Young Justice? Uh, I watched season one. Most Did you enjoy one. it? Uh, no, not, okay. not it, it was a little, it was, it was every, it's basic. I'd rather watch Invincible. Oh, who would, I mean, yeah, of course. Right. Like I, I could deal without the, this is still for young people. Penny so. Dreadful is a great series. Someone says in the live chat. <clears throat> Season <laughs> one was okay. Um, shame. It only lasted three seasons. Uh, different masterpiece. I never asked you this, but um, are you a fan of? We've we've talked a little bit. I I want to say you've told me the answer is no, but are you? You're not a fan of the Ozarks, are you? First few seasons, I was. I didn't watch the one where they introduced the uh, brother-in-law, wife's brother. Natalie uh, Natalie Feel Me, which is an amazing name, Natalie. I did I didn't I didn't say the last name the sec after you said, it, but great name. Jaws one was the best ever. Uh, Jaws 1 is a really awesome movie, and I think what makes Jaws 1 such a great movie, Joe, Joe, for me anyways, is the acting performances. As much as the monster and the, the shark is whatever, I think because of how much you start to care about those three guys, that I think the movie sells itself for me on the performances of Roy Scheider, uh, uh, Mr. Holland's opus there, and, uh, and uh, I forget the other guy. The, uh, Show me the way to go. Like those three guys and all of that. I, I don't. Again, I don't think I've talked to you too much. Is are you are you a fan of the Jaws series? Um, they're, they're decent movies, but I'm not really a fan of them. I remember I saw number three in the theater. Yeah, the three D. Uh, yeah, I saw, and I'm pretty sure I saw number two in the theater. Probably saw number one in the theater. But I was probably too I'm too like young to remember it at the time, but um. They, it didn't, it never like, not, I was younger when I saw the Jaws movies and shit than like the Friday and the 13th movie, than Nightmare on Elm Street. But Nightmare on Elm Street creeped me out a whole shitload more. Is that the movie we would say creeped you out the most when you were a kid? No, dude. The Beast Within. 
Oh, I, that minute. movie used to come on late night on like 38 or 56 or some shit like that. Like at like one in the morning when I was like seven, I can remember like at least the like maybe the second time that movie was on, like I'd already saw it once in the living room. And I remember like I was like six, maybe six or seven or something. And I like, I woke up and I went into my dad's room. I was like, dad, was, I can't sleep. And he was like, Oh, go down and get us a midnight snack. Watch this movie with me. (laughs) (laughs) It got to the same fucking part where he's like ripping himself apart and like the fucking monsters coming out of him and shit. And like it, like the movie was so freaky because he was like, he was lusting over this hottie and like he was going through this weird, like uh, metamorphosis in his body. It was like, it was like, throbbing and his body was mutating and shit and the doctors were all freaked out and like eventually he goes and like just a really fucked up movie it's not even a good movie i found it on fear net a few years ago and watched it again like but like and it's still kind of just as creepy and it's got that whole 70s like awful film vibe to it that movie really fucking creeped me the fuck out when i was a kid like really probably the most really than any other and then also on top of that motel hell that was another one that really freaking oh they buried the bodies all the heads sticking out of the ground like the bushes in front and shit tongues cut out sword stone mentioned one that really freaked me out when i was a kid when i first saw it uh the fly because i wasn't i wasn't expecting where it went and I liked so much the beginning half of the movie, Jeff, uh, Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis, one of Gina Davis's best acting roles. Um, Cause I wasn't expecting the visuals that we got at the end and they were so gross, but yet real in some ways. And the, the way it looked just horrified me in a lot of ways at the time. Uh, so I remember the fly doing that. And yes, Robert Shaw, Natalie feel me. He kind of sold that movie for me as much as it's Roy Schreider's movie. I think he owns it more in the second jaws, which I think is just as good in some ways as the first one. I think jaws gets silly in three and four, um, where three is 3d and it's, you know, at the very specialized at the aquarium and all this. It's really unbelievable. And then four is the one with Michael Caine where the shark uh, has memories and, and travels to the Bahamas to uh, to hunt the family somehow. And Michael Caine does the most amazing thing in the world where he jumps in the water. And he, he was he was so pimp. He didn't even like he, he they didn't even like make sure his shirt was wet after he got on the water. He got that water. He was perfectly dry. Um, so Jaws four is the worst one. Jaws four, the revenge. But I uh, very much love the first one. I think it's almost you could akin to the Rocky movies in some ways. As much as Rocky three and Rocky four are fun, they're silly action movies. Where Rocky one and Rocky two are like serious uh, drama movies that happen to have that sports element to it. And I think Jaws one and Jaws two are real movies with the monster element. Where Jaws three and Jaws four are like monster movies trying to sell on the uh, the effect of the shark and stuff. And that's why they're not as good because the first two Jaws movies really focused on you had that main character. It's a, that really amazing actor Roy Schreider playing that role so that added a gravitas to the performances Sam Neill in the mouth of man this is must if you haven't seen it yet Chuck okay wildlife I I was mentioned it in passing earlier I haven't seen an episode of it yet and I'm very excited to watch it uh there's a Chucky TV show um and uh he says Chucky TV show is fire so uh I'll I'm not going to take your word for it 100, percent but I'm. If that I've been told me, it's really good too. Me too. Uh, I have a good I've friend that's a, a a good friend online. Uh, 
Jimmy Jimmy Boy, JFW oh, up in Jimmy. Canada. Yep. And Jimmy Boy was telling me today, he asked me if I had watched Chucky the series yet. And I was kind of having this discussion with him a little bit about how I, it's not really my genre and I probably won't ever watch it. But he is a big horror guy. It's one of his things. Wrestling is also another one of his big mm-hmm. things. Um, and he, I met him uh, Friday the 13th. Before that, actually, with uh, Uncharted. But he was big into the Friday the 13th yeah, video he was, game. He was very good at it, too. Him, yep. Still, um, he still he still fucking plays that. Oh, he like, plays the, on one of the uh, almost exclusively on PS4. Yep. Yeah, because they they have some uh, fake servers you can pop on. Um, Jay, uh, I do think I know I know Rocky Four has its love. Jay, are you excited about the uh, the the release that's coming out soon? Sly's putting the director's cut with the extended fight sequences. They're doing a couple movie events, and then it will be released uh, wide. They're doing a re-edit on the heels of the success of the Snyder edit, a lot of other creators are finally getting their opportunity to release their director's cuts of the longer versions of the movies. And people that don't know... They used to do that all the time. You used to be able to go to the video store and find, here's the theatrical and here's the director's cut. Hmm. Usually the video store would only release the director's cut. They wouldn't put the theatrical cut in. Part of the reason of that, Joe, because of the commercial breaks and those shows, most movies always being on commercial television, they would film all these, they'd show the extra scenes on TV. Do you remember like when we, you'd watch Airplane or The Naked Gun or The Goonies or other movies and you'd watch it on television on Channel 56 or USA or TBS or whatever, there'd be extra scenes in the movie that weren't in the film cut. Uh, no, but they, would cut they would cut them out and put in extra commercials. No, no but they add extra scenes. Like in The Goonies, you would sometimes see the uh see the octopus scene or in the naked gun you would see an extra scene here and there or an airplane you'd see an extra scene here and there that were filmed that were in the director's cuts and that they'd show also in the television show uh, the godfather also championed that with the godfather television edition where they showed you the uh showed you some of the cut scenes in a big edit called the uh I right, they could put them out for television as the director's cut because the theatrical release was already out. So this is now going to be the world premiere of the director's cut, stock full of 30 extra minutes of commercials with a three-hour run length from 8 to 11 p.m. Swordstone says, Phil, Jaws 2 had no soul. They should have brought Dreyfus back. And yeah. I, I agree. I mean, it's it's tough. Uh, Richard Dreyfus is an amazing uh, thing. But I think he didn't have a great time on that shoot, if I've heard him talk about it. Him and Robert Shaw didn't get along. And I know Shaw wasn't there anyways. But I think in general, he had an awful time on that shoot. So I, I don't think he was coming back for, for anything. But I, de- I definitely love R- Richard Dreyfus. He's another one of those underrated talents. I think... Uh, He's exceptionally funny on Weeds. He shows up on Weeds randomly for a while, and he plays this really depressing kind of character, and he do- he just does an exception. I love when actors break types like that and show you some of the different sides. I never considered Goonies a scary flick, even as a kid. Me it's neither, but, comedy. but, comedy action. but some people did find some of those elements some somewhat scary at times. But again, the things that scared me more as a kid were were uh, some of those weird TV shows like again Tales from the Crypt. We talked a little bit about Tales from the Crypt earlier. Uh but that that was an exceptionally like some of those really scared me or some of the Twilight Zones or Amazing Story ones. Uh those well, Friday kind of, the 13th. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th didn't really scare me too much. You're too old. 
Mm, maybe. Uh, bad acting. Jay left us a message. What happened to Dreyfus? He he appeared, disappeared off the scene. But like I said, the last thing I think I saw him in was Weeds. So here we go, Joe. Let's listen to a message from our good buddy Jay. Uh, so I'm a little nervous because actually, like, Rocky Four was like, well, it wasn't a perfect movie, but it was like the best one out of all the Rocky movies to me. That's the one with the kid? So, like, I'm hoping that, like, the, the robot footage does. Yeah, sorry. I will, we'll 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 the play kid, the robot in the mansion. Yeah, happy birthday, Polly. Happy happy birthday, Polly. Uh, but some people do think that <laughs> he gets a fucking robot, and all I get is this lousy shit. I hate you, Rocky. No, you're confusing Rocky Three. That's when that's when Rocky and Polly fight, and he throws uh, the beer. Either way, him. he's still a dick. Polly, yeah, Polly's an ungrateful fucking dick. Uncle Polly is like the worst. He's the fucking worst. He's gotten every. He first of all, he starts off in Rocky One, almost abusing Adrian on the verge of abusing Adrian. Uh huh. And we're yep. supposed to like, but he's a great guy. And he, he's like, and then uh, and then he like. Rocky beats the show, and suddenly in part two, we like like Polly or something like that. And then part three, he's like, he freaks out and is jealous of everything Rocky's doing, and he like screams at him and shit. He's like, Where's me? Where's my piece, Rock? He's like, What the fuck? You you shit talk me and beat my wife. What the fuck? You think you're fucking right? You're lucky dick? I don't beat your ass. Yeah, you're lucky you're not in jail, you fucking psychopath. And then four, and then in four, he gets the robot and he goes to Russia and he's it's an all right movie for. And then in five, he loses all of Sly's money because he signs away all of his money to power the whole Joe Gunn. Yes, and Johnny Gunn. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, jo- whatever the fuck his name was. Yes, I think it was. I think it's Joe Gunn is his real name. No, his real name is Tommy Morrison. Tommy Gunn. Tommy Morrison. Yeah. Tommy Morrison. Uh, but yes, in five, Paulie loses all his money. He signs away all the money to Power of Attorney. Loses all of Rocky's money, and then he's stuck with him when Adrian dies. Like he's a curse to Rocky. Sorry, I'll just play the rest of Jay's message. Sorry, Jay. So like, I'm fuck Paulie. That like the new footage doesn't like make the movie worse to me or like mm-hmm. take away something fundamentally that I liked or redcon something I liked about the movie or something like that. That would be horrible. And, and uh, also, hey Joe, uh, if you like, if you thought the first season of Young Justice was good, but you just thought it was like too childish, then trust me when I say watch season two and watch season three. It, it it stays just it, season two gets way better and like two and season two and three get like way more like adult uh, themed and oriented. Um, uh, it, it definitely becomes more adult in seasons two and three. All right, later. Thank you, buddy. As and always. it's still an awesome show. <laughs> and, and there's going to be a new season. Actually, this uh, woman that I was lucky enough to interview at an anime Boston just announced, Carrie Waldron, I believe is her name. She just announced she's going to be doing a voice on the new season of Young Justice. She can finally announce it because uh, the new season will be out very, very soon. A lot of people do love uh, Rocky V. Uh, Sonic says, I agree, Rocky V's the best of them all. Everyone has the Rocky movie that they like. The only one that everyone can agree on isn't the best Rocky movie is Rocky V. Even Sylvester Stallone hits that one. He's like, he's like, that's the one I don't want to even fucking talk about. Uh, for Natalie says, for me, Christopher Lee playing Dracula, he was, yeah, Christopher Lee playing Dracula at the time as a kid, I was scared. And you had uh, Admiral Tarkin playing uh, Van Helsing and shit. Um, yeah, Christopher Lee is scary as fuck. Just a natural, scary guy. Once bitten. 
once bitten with uh with uh Jim Carrey before he was yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah, great, great horror movie. Before he was Jim Carrey. I mean he was Jim Carrey, but but he I think he has one Jim Carrey moment in the whole great movie. Great vampire movie. Um someone mentioned it. So, uh Swordstone mentioned Inter- interview with the vampire was a decent movie. I did enjoy it. Um if people don't know this, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before, but they, and I will at least talk about the first episode because I'm not hopeful for this. Isn't series. there one coming out? There's a new AMC series coming out. Uh, Interview with the Vampire. I'll be watching that. I'll be. We'll be talking about it. I want. We'll talk about the first. I episode. wonder if any of them will be in it. Cruz, no. Pitt, uh, Slater. No, was Slater in it? Oh yeah, Slater was in it. Yeah, duh. Um, the only one that I bet would have a hope is uh, Kristen. There, bring Dunst. it on. Yeah, I think the Dunce could be Dunce could pop up. Christian could too. <sighs> Who's going to be doing the interview? Christian, what? a follow-up interview thirty years later. When was the last time we saw Slater in uh, Mr. Robot? I haven't seen him. I haven't no, had he's a- actually a voice in something. Katie, what's Christian Slater a voice in that we were just watching? Uh, something on Netflix. It just came out. Katie, uh, Katie is Katie is Joe's Alexa. What is Christian Slater's voice in that we were just watching? Burnout, not Burnout. It is Joe's Alexa. Cartoon that we were just watching. Christian Slater, dad. What is what is this answer? He's he plays it's an animated. He plays an animated voice. Have you ever played Hellraiser? Oscar? Oh, Pinhead? Oh, Joe, you ready? Okay. Dark. Deep state. Yeah, it's like he plays a. It's. I don't know. It's a cartoon on Netflix. It's probably in the top ten by now this week. Where he plays, it's oh, like, it um, yeah, it's new. It's um, he, it's about this, the, it's about the deep state. It's a comedy, animated thing about deep state running the actual government and shit. It's over the top funny, and he plays uh, plays the dad, plays I the st- main the main chick's dad. I still want a uh, sequel to uh, to. Uh, pump up the volume you'll find similarities to it you'll find similarities to it with uh rick and morty and with futurama oh you'll see you'll kind of be like this is a cross between the two but it it's probably you'll even notice things like a little archery but it but the biggest comparison is going to be a futurama with rick and morty style um now joe in the live in the live chat the real real yt is mentioning a show that i still haven't watched but now that's on netflix maybe i'll finally check it out in its entirety um and i think you were a fan of you and katie were fans of uh z nation is on netflix right now jackie c joe do you recommend watch that i watched it all the way up i think until like about halfway through the last season and then I finally just I haven't I never went back. I was like, okay. when they get to the zombie cookies, I start losing it. But everything up until that point, I was on board with. I thought the show was fantastic. I thought it was it was campy. It knew it was campy. It played with its camp. It celebrated its camp. It was a lot like Inside Job. Okay, that show with Slater is called Inside Job. Thank but you. Ken. It, Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Alexa. Yeah, Katie's our Alexa. <laughs> but uh, that is <clears> – <throat> what did you just ask me about? What was I talking about? Z Nation. 
Z Nation, yeah. So it plays with its camp, knows its can't be. It never takes itself too seriously, but it never loses focus on what it's really all about. It's very well done, and right from the start, you won't hear me complain about why haven't they done this, why haven't they done that, because they take any of that element out because right right from go they're basically telling you it's this is not meant to be taken as though you were in this situation this is like the way you're it's like a bad dream almost the way you're <laughs> describing it reminds me of uh like you're talking about santa clarita of, diet like army of darkness like what would you say is it similar to a tone as santa clarita diet i don't know i haven't i still haven't like must confess phil i know you've told me to the Drew Barrymore thing keeps me like I see it. I'm like, yeah, but uh. Timothy, but Timothy Oliphant, I think if I think you, it really, doesn't matter. I can't get oh, like she's, like Drew. she's a like Drew? straight fucking deal breaker. How can you not like Drew? I, I what can you like? What do you like about Drew Barrymore? What is what what I don't understand this fascination with Drew Barrymore? What it's not a fascination. I, no, I don't think she sucks. I think she's just a good actress. She's not a good actress. She's a horrible actress. We'll, 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 we'll and, and I'm sorry. I think she's fucking like her that's and Sarah Jessica Parker. I'll get on a boat and leave town. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's so, yeah. so horrible. It's so yeah, you're a bit, I, and I get the camera on you too. Oh my god. That's <laughs> so horrible, right? Me of all people telling people to leave town because of the way they look, right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, they like crooked fucking smile. Like either of us. Teeth. Yeah, come on. But, uh, ice cream and candy apples. No, this is one, this is one of those this is one of those takes you have that like, uh, and I'm being I'm being you know this is a kinder gentler evening, but there's like that that just makes me need to play it because I just I disagree with you so fucking much. So I just have, I have to give you one I have to give you one of these. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Drew Barrymore is fucking awesome. Of, hey, a lot of people say that too, right? Here's the thing. Like, I, I like used to say show. That I even like the Drew Barrymore show. Here's the thing, Phil. I, you've I heard me say that. No, you've heard me say that about Timothy Burton, right? Yep. No, there's a lot of people you don't. And 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 here's the thing. You pointed out to me. You listed off. You rattled off like ten movies. You were like, "Shut the fuck up, Joe." You love Tim Burton, and I was like, "No, no, no." And you were like. Blah, 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 blah. You listed 10 of his movies, and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. I'm sorry. I can never say that anymore. I think it was big, not Big Whale. The Whale, like, that was the one that got you Big the Fish, Big, big Fish. fish. Uh, I, I wasn't thinking about Edward Scissorhands, the original Even Batmans. Too. There's, like, a, a, even more than that. Like, I was just thinking about the movies of his I knew I didn't like, so I didn't like him. But, like, there's so many more that I do like. Anyway... That also Charlize Theron, but that's someone who I hated all the beginning of her movies. Uh, the Yards, um, Astronaut's Wife, The Devil's Advocate, uh, The Road. All of those are great movies, arguably. I mean, in right? fairness, but she plays fairness, the same role in all of those movies. In fairness, it, you you hate Anthony Hopkins for some strange fucking reason because too. for that same reason, that same role. But here's the thing: Charlize Theron, as of lately. I've seen her break out of that mold and she's no longer being just cast as this neurotic breakdown woman or like, even with like, um, uh, it was atomic blonde that really started making me think I didn't like the mad max remake. She's not bad in it, but oh, I, like I just that. don't like, I, I just don't I, really I, particularly like the movie that much compared to the originals. 
Well, I, I thought I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it, it's it's good, I guess. But like, it, here's the thing: like, I liked it. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that's a bad movie. But I also liked uh, with the smokers in the water, Waterworld. <laughs> like, oh God! Right, but I like that because of Hopper. I like that because oh, of God. Yeah, I, I like Super Mario Brothers. I like Super Mario Brothers because of Hopper, but it's not a good fucking movie. Right, exactly. That's why I said I didn't call it a good movie. I said I liked it. Right, like, and I liked that movie with Charlize Theron, but I don't like. I don't think it's a good movie. But like, I think she's getting she's getting better. And she's allowed to do more. That movie with her and Seth Rogen is so good. But Drew Barrymore, right? There's a couple movies I like with her in it. Okay. 51st Dates. I think that's a cute movie. I, I kind of like it. Um, the original Charlie's Angels movie. I mean, god damn, fucking that's a, uh, that's a, uh, Lucy Liu and, and what's-her-name are in that movie next to her. And I can't, uh, every time they come on screen, my jaw fucking drops open. Not Heather Graham. What's her name? Fucking um, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. She's in that movie there that, that you showed me with. With Christina Applegate, she shoves oh, her head in her fucking crotch. Um, uh, oh god, that's such that, a great that's a real, movie. That's a really great movie. What is it? Was that movie called? Someone in the live chat can help me out. I don't know, but that is so good. Emma 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 Blair's in it as well. It's it's called. Uh, AK is going to save me here, probably. <laughs> oh god, Selma Blair is so hot in them. All three of them are so hot no, in that just, movie. Whatever, but it's just a good fucking movie. But but uh, but back to camp. But back to back to what's her name? Drew Barrymore. I've never really particularly think i i she cannot hold down any movie or leading role to me see i just she can't again, again, do again, it barely good as a supporting actress i'm not gonna moves i'm not gonna and i love it all i think i think she's like she's one of those people that her personality carries through just to offer the alternative perspective and how i feel about i feel like she's one of those actresses that her personality bleeds through every performance and she's locked in and she's been locked in since she was a kid but that's just it her her personality bleeds through in every performance and that and that and then you're left with this drew barrymore you're not left with the character on screen that you're supposed to be watching i'm just watching drew barrymore pretend to be someone for me the best actors do both at the same time and she does She's she's to me one of the oh. best act one of the best actors we've had in like the last twenty years. Wow, I, I, I do I, not believe you believe that, Phil. Drew Barrymore is one of the best actors that we've had in the I last do. twenty I think years. I think she's one of the best actresses you can get into a movie. Shut the fuck up, Phil. Okay. Okay. Again, you're going on record that you're somebody that Santa Clara's diet. He this started with. She, Katie's asking what she's done in the last 20 years. And so I'm pointing out the Santa Clara's diet and maybe also 51st States. I don't know anything else in the last 20 years that she has done. Maybe also the Charlie's Angels movies fall in the last 20 years as well. Yeah. But none of those, that and I haven't seen Santa Clara's diet. I haven't seen Santa Clara's diet, but none of those would constitute I, her I as one of the her. best actresses yeah. in the last 20 years. Now Jackie Jackie says Fifty First Dates was Drew's worst movie, dude. Fuck your taste, and, Jackie. And that's just and that's just it. Like like it may be one of her worst movies, and I think she's horrible in it. But that's not what I like about it. I like Sandler and fucking Shorty there. Uh, you can do it, Bob <laughs> Steiner. Right? Like I love those two. Almost everything I see them in, I 
for some like not every Adam Sandler movie, but but uh, no, I mean again, God, we, like one of those situations, not, Joe. This is one of those situations where I'm not going to argue with you because it's it's um we're did, so and Nicholas Cage. Yes, thank you, Jesse J2G. Nicholas Cage is another one. He was no, on the podium, standing next to fucking Drew Barrymore as the most overranked piece of shit fucking that. actors of all time. No, thank no, you. No, he didn't say that in the live comment. He said Drew Barrymore and Nicholas Cage in the no, next Phil. Year. I know what I read, and no. I read it, and. I don't have a scroll on my mouse, and that said they belonged up on the podium. I'm muting the worst right motherfuckers now. ever, <laughs> ever, ever. Joe is now hallucinating comments to serve his purpose. Hey, don't fuck her. I, I may be dyslexic, but I know what I read. You hallucinated the comment. <laughs> you hallucinated it. Yes, Rob Rob Schneider does suck, Jackie C. And but he's, there's a charm about him. Making the copies. This uh, since then he's he's been with me. He's my boy, Rob Schneider. DJ, DJ I says I, I love Drew. She's just knowing the best actress. I I accept that. No, it's just she's one of my. I should say she's one of my favorite actresses of all time. I'm I'm inc- I'm constantly charmed by her every time she's on my screen. But but it's but to Joe's point, uh, it's more about her personality than necessarily her melting into roles. But there's a lot of roles she has melted into. But let's move on to a different subject. Um, Whitey says no way Drew's the best in 20 years. Phil, come on. Shut the fuck up. Okay, I'll shut the fuck up. But to change our subject here, we got Jay left us a couple of voicemails here. Let's uh, listen to what Jay has to say. We're just going to talk about actors we hate. I hate Jack Black to the point where when I found out about the um, about the new Giamonti movie with The Rock, I wanted to see the movie. And then I found out Jack Black was in it. I no longer wanted to go see it. And I didn't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like if we're just gonna talk about actors we hate. I hate that dude to the point where I just won't go see any movie if he's in it. And Fair enough. He's I, acquired. I think there's been movies maybe he's been in that have been good, but they've been good like despite him. And I can only really think of one, and that was um, Jungle. Uh, some, Jum- uh, Jungle movie with Tropic Thunder. Um, he's got a lot of great. I mean, I'm a fan, so I'm gonna name like ten of his movies I like. Later. He's got one more voicemail he left too. This is the callback. Yeah, was a, he called back. Let's see if he remembered. It was uh, Saving Silverman. Yeah, that's like the only okay. movie I've seen him in. We're gonna that's talk like about his first movies too. Like, you know, it was good to fight him or whatever. I oh, what was he in? He played. He was in Mars Attacks. And uh, he was in a lot. He was in tons. Oh yeah, Mars Attacks. Tropic Thunder. Is another one. Is another Tropic one. Thunder. There you go. Yep. Mark. Actually, no. I, I I don't know. I'm not really a fan of that movie. I haven't seen it enough times. But come on, uh, booty sweat. But it, booty juice. But anyways, onto onto Jack Black for a second here. I, I get I get it. He's definitely, as Joe said, he's an acquired taste. But I generally love his movies. Saving Silverman is almost more of a Jason Biggs movie. He's he's like a secondary role in that movie with the dude from That Thing You Do, uh, playing uh, the guitar player from That Thing You Do. He's also from Sahara, and he's from a lot of things. Yeah, I like he's that. Been a lot of things. Yeah, I like that guy. He's charming. I'm so happy. But to me, Jack Black is like a national treasure. So, but so, but I but I get that not everyone's gonna gonna like him the same way. That's twice in one night. That thing you do has come up. 
Yeah, and uh, by the way, Jack, like, I wanted to talk about this anyways. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie got announced a while ago, and we have the voice actors that are playing the different Mario characters. We got um, we got um, Jack Black's playing the voice of Bowser, I believe. Oh, now, now SM's not going to go see that. Yeah, no, he's done. Chris Pratt is being Mario. Uh, what's his name from uh, Always Sunny is, is Luigi. Uh, Charlie Day. Which is one? Luigi. Charlie. Okay. Charlie Day is Luigi. There's two Charlies. Charlie Day is a short. Charlie Day is a shorter Charlie of the two Charlies. Yes, and um, and uh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, and so I'm 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 kind of interested to see it as a Super Mario fan. Um, is I'm not this going to be oriented towards children or towards adults? If Chris Pratt is Mario, I I'm guess in uh, Charlie Day is Luigi. I'm guessing adults, right? See, no, I'm I'm still going kids. They, you think it's going to be kids? You can't tell by who the actor is because General actors audience. don't. Actors what, go for paychecks. They go yo, for a lot of different. Yo, but before we before I say a movie that you're probably going to hate that I really love, did you like Wreck It Ralph? I don't know if I've seen great Wreck It Ralph. I, I, I Wreck It Ralph's one of my favorite. I might, animated. Have, I might have seen some of it. I'm um, hoping it's going to have a similar a similar tone. If it's if it's like that, like a Pixar movie, which is for adults. See, no, like the Lego movie, I thought was the first Lego movie was fucking great. I I don't mind shit oriented towards children. I think Disney has traditionally, for the most part, Pixar as well has traditionally because they have to think about the audience they're trying to bring. They want to make sure that the parent isn't going to mm-hmm. want to like stab themselves in the face Pixar also is is amazing at doing what like warner brothers and old school disney did in a sense of making stuff for all ages not just kids yes. uh people uh, and i think in some of the pixar copies dreamworks films like they they do it as well and i think yes. uh, record ralph is one of those movies that really plays to all audiences uh they're and both both of them, the princess scene that we get with the Disney princesses and stuff is fucking amazing. I think that's in the second one. Uh, and what that, was that Mel Gibson movie with the chickens? I don't want to be a uh, chicken. Chicken Run. That, uh, I love that movie. I love that. That's a good movie. Good, well, interesting. Over the hedge. Movie. Over the hedge. Play, 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 play. And Sonic. Uh, to answer your question, not a live action Mario. It's going to be an animated Mario. But those are the voice actors. Okay. They announced it actually on a Nintendo Direct, which leads me to believe that Joe is right. That's going to be kid-oriented. more kid-oriented, but I think there are going to be some references and in, 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 in stuff here and there. Um, as we're, we're almost up to about two hours here, we're going to start to wrap things up pretty Holy soon shit. here. This was supposed to be a quick... Yeah, we're going to come out here for uh, 20 minutes to test out a new connection. Um to see uh to see how this works compared to our other connection i think uh, for the most part uh it's worked just as well i think uh we'll we'll do zoom occasionally and we'll do this occasionally uh, i think we have to just tweak your audio a little bit this way next time to get you coming a little bit uh because you're you're so clear you're so clear that we could turn you down even more and then i could just jack up your volume type stuff oh, so yeah we'll work jack on that a little bit before uh, the Super Mario say, Brothers cartoon oh, back in the day, know. the Mario rep. We're the Mario Brothers, and we're here to say something. Oh. <laughs> do the Mario. Do, we're do the Bears, and we're here to say. No, they do the Super Bowl. They do the Super Bowl. Jim McMahon is the, is the shuffling today. I got sunglasses, <laughs> and it's okay. Hey, 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 we're going to beat the Patriots. Yay. Um, but yeah, I this might Super- be a little tipsy after a couple of these. For oh, me too. I've been drinking enough a couple of weeks. I've been drinking since the last Walking Dead cast. Dude, it's, yeah, it's been, I drink like 
I literally drink like three times a fucking year. Oh, we get the go- we got Ghost Wolf uh, in the live chat. I like, but yeah, I like the old Super Mario cartoon as well, where you had uh, Captain Lou Al- Albano, and I, I appreciated every um, every Friday. You got the Legend of Zelda thing, which was really awesome as well. Uh, it's the Mario Brothers, and it's do the Mario, do 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 do. do, do. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't care if this thing gets flagged. Let me let me uh, let me let me play. Well, this. Every everybody had their song, and and like Ghostbusters did it so well. Oh, the but everybody cartoon. needed to have a song. The the Ghostbusters cartoon was really fucking uh, an underrated kind of awesome cartoon too. Let's see if you guys can hear this when the, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon was awesome. Can you hear this? No, I can't. The audio is horrible, so I don't want to yeah, play it too much. Yeah, no, don't play it anymore. <laughs> no, no, don't, I, don't ever play that again, Phil. <laughs> Phil, do not ever play that again. But that—that's—that's that's the song for you. My kids watch that Mario show on Netflix. Don't do our song like that, Phil. There you go. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, Nick Cage is one of those people that just engulfs being a horrible actor in, in the uh, best way possible. But I enjoy so many Nick Cage movies. That's where it's like a, you get into that good actor versus a movie that's just entertaining. I mean, would you have liked to see that Superman movie we never saw with Nicolas Cage playing Superman, Joe? <laughs> like somewhere in your mind, wouldn't you have loved to see Nicolas Cage play Superman? I mean, his, his, again, with Nicolas Cage, I think he is trash, trash among trash in actor land. Now, everybody says raising Arizona, Arizona great. leaving Las Vegas, um, right? and to which, to which I say, you know what? Okay, no, that's not what I'm saying. You do there better, Joe. I, I, I may not be able to do better. I'm you not can be, say I, that I can. The, I'll put you in the writer's room, but you can't act better than Nick Cage. I, and maybe I can. Maybe I can, Phil. Maybe I can. But the thing is, what makes those a lot of his movies good, and I like a lot of Nicolas Cage movies. You, like, don't You're get great. me wrong. I like you, National Treasure. I like. Off? I no. You don't I like, like Face Off? No, I don't What's like Face Off. You? I don't like a lot more Nicolas Cage movies than I do like. But I On like. I like I like the Ghost Rider movie, the first one. Second one's not so bad either. Like I don't I don't really. I was a real fan of Ghost Rider too, the comic book. Like, and he and he, here's the thing: like, he sucks. He really is bad at his job. The only reason why he got the opportunity he got and was able to manifest because a of who his uncle is. It, is because of his family, correct? And that's the same with a lot of people Francis, in, people that, don't in know, that particular Francis industry. Francis Ford Coppola, I believe he's related to. Yes, and there's a lot of people in that industry that get a pass or they'll say, oh, well, I went to this school or that school and I used a different name or I didn't want them to know who I was when I got when I went on this audition and that's what really got me my first role. And, I, and, this but and, Joe, that. and it's all... Bullshit. But who doesn't Bullshit, like Bullshit, go fuck yourself. Who are you trying to fucking kid? Everybody knows who the fuck everybody is. And, you, and you're fucking kidding yourself if you don't think that these casting directors and casting agents and the people who are doing the fucking auditions don't look up exactly who the fuck you are and where you come from. You know when my friend... 
I don't mean to agree. I don't mean to agree with you because some some of what you're saying, I just want to say shut the fuck up when you don't like face off. But uh, there's a funny story that Tori Spelling likes to tell that when she auditioned for 90210, they didn't know that she was Aaron Spelling's daughter. Yeah, she's like, shit. she's like, I went in there and like I put an assumed name, and they totally didn't know I was Aaron Spelling. It's like shut up, Tori. Right, and I didn't put in I didn't put in my acting credit that I was on Saved by the Bell before I went on 90210. But but anyways, uh, we got a super chat donation from Jesse. Says J- running the ball is like making romance. Walter, Walter Payton, great stuff. Uh, let me let me let me spin the wheel for you. Let me run over here, Joe, and spin the wheel for. Big money, big money, no whammies, no whammies, and it gets on. Ooh. Oh no, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do that right now. Did you stop that with your hand on push-ups or some shit? No, I, I didn't. If, if I wanted to put my hand on it, I wouldn't have landed on what it landed on. It just it just looked like that. I was looking at it. it landed Masturbate on-, on YouTube? No, 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 no. That that's that's that you have to you have to land on green five times for that. It's drum fun, but it's kind of it's kind of late to play drums right now. So Jesse, next time you see me doing one of these during the day, tell me to play you a drum solo and I'll and I'll do it for you. I just can't really do it. Oh, over. we'll rack it out at the beginning and over uh, the next one, and you'll just have to rewind. Exactly. I'll, I will remember to owe you a drum solo, and for now, I will take a shot in in your name for your uh, for your. Thanks for the super chat donation, my friend. And uh, Nicholas Cage would be a perfect drunk Doctor Str- Doctor Strange. I think. Okay, this is where I disagree with you about Nick Cage. Is I don't think he's a talented actor, but again, I think he's somebody that can play certain roles really well if a role is written specifically for him. I.e., like the character. Yeah, if you want, uh, exactly. Like raising Arizona. Want. Raising Arizona. His character works in that role. In the Face Off, his character works in that role, being over the top yeah, and off. Oh God! And, like I, I can't it. even. No, fa- don't. Fa- what? I eat that. Sh- I eat that shit for breakfast, Joe. I love Face Off. I fucking love that movie. I really do. It's horrible. It is horrible, but I love it. I love every horrible frame of that fucking movie in the way that people. You know what I just did? You see what I just did there to you, Phil? Yeah, you slapped me across my face. No, no. Isn't that from that movie? Oh, you you took off my fa- face. No, the. Yeah, your face. Oh, no, that's what he does to his wife all the time. Oh, uh, fucking uh, Travolta. That's his. Uh... He wipes down his fucking wife's face. You ever do that to a woman, Phil? You ever just. Drag your fingers from the fucking tip of their fucking hair, your palm of your fucking hand and your fingers down to her fucking chin. Truth? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did she like that? Was she like, oh, that's so cute and special. I can't believe you do that to me all the time and I don't fucking smack you across the face because I got all this fucking makeup on and get your dirty fucking fingers that you've been scratching your ass and your dick with off my fucking face. I don't know, I don't but- know how easy this shit breaks up. You know how much time I spend on this fucking face before I got to go be a doctor or whatever the fuck I do in that fucking universe there? Come on. Come on. I don't know about some of your I don't know about hand your... down down some woman's face. Yeah, touch her hair while you're at it. Go play with her fucking hair. Yeah. How much how quick do you want to find yourself out of the fucking curb? Fucking stupid ass movie. Let me drag my filthy hand down your face. Oh, Joe. Now, Cage actually used his real. I'm so, I, I still want to play <laughs> the fuck up over and over at you tonight, Joe. Uh, Phil, you're off the rails, Joe. Uh, how do you pick between 
400 Nick Cage movies. I love how Nick Cage is like, I'm just going to make movies until I die. Ghost Wolf. Great to see Ghost Wolf in the live I've seen almost all the Nick Cage movies. Yeah, you hate too, you. Which is the sad thing for a fucking guy I hate so much. I have literally seen almost every fucking Nick Cage you movie. You can't get enough, dude. You've watched it's it. fucking awful. It's Last awful. Night- Maybe that's my real guilty pleasure is that I fucking watch every Nick Cage movie. Yeah, that and, you, that and you watch every Drew. You apparently have seen every Drew Barrymore movie too. I think I fucking have, dude. It's because I just I I I dude. I watch Swedish movies. I watch English movies. I watched three English movies yesterday. A whole fucking really trilogy. hammers doesn't murder count. on the Tyne. Fucking Emma's from Middleborough and fucking uh, Dial M from Middleborough. Some shit. Like I watched all three of them. They were fucking like. Horribly not funny, good, funny. <laughs> I, you know, I, I can't stop, Phil. Joe needs an intervention. Ja- Jackie's been trying to give you an intervention all night. It's not fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch Blade than Ghost Rider every day, hundred times. Oh, Blade is Blade is a great movie. Blade is a Wesley like, Snipes is one of yeah. the amazing talents of our time. Like I like I really feel like he's so underrated. And as much as I am excited because I am a fan of. Uh, the actor that they got, Marshawn Ali, or whatever his name is, I killed his name, but uh, he's amazing in everything he is. He was great in True Detective, great in the parts that Luke Cage is in. Like, so, pretty much everything this guy's been in, he's awesome, and he's going to be a great Blade. It's one of those characters that I'm like, it's almost like having somebody else play Freddy Krueger. Like, is it Snipes in Blade? The new Blade that, yes, but the new Blade that's coming out, they recast it. But he's in, he's in it. I don't, th- I don't think Snipes is going to be in the new movie. No, I think he is. I do, I did not read that. I hope you're I hope you're right and I'm wrong, but I feel like I He's probably going to be playing the old guy's role. No, I don't think Snipes is in it. I don't. But but I could be wrong. If I am wrong, I'm happily wrong. I'm fucking happily I I'll if when the movie comes out, if he's in it, Joe, I'll happily eat fucking Katie Crow for you. I'll eat some crow. Dude, not just the wicker man, the matchstick man sword. Dude, and my 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 father in law was in the fucking matchstick man with Nick Cage, walking around, walking through the fucking terminal with him. I got a fucking still shot of him over there on the on the uh JM, on the shelf. JM in the live chat, a new name. Thank you so much for popping in. An Italian classic, me me Liza. Uh, for for Joe to check that out, uh, Joe, if you want to poop on Cage movies, there's always the Wicker Man. Yeah, uh, that's what I was just I was just commenting on that. Uh, Carrie Fisher is, Carrie Fisher is also born in Hollywood. Do you hate her too, Joe? Do you hate Carrie Fisher? Uh, it, well, I mean, like because she's a fan. She's a she's a legacy. I mean, I didn't say I hate all legacy. I said it. It happens all the fucking time, and there's far too many people that it happens for that it should never have happened for. And there's and there's millions of fucking hardworking, extremely talented people in this industry. One of them, uh, this kid that watches our show all the time, has a really popular oh, TikTok channel game. out there that that like he's really good at the shit he does. And maybe if he had the family members that some of these people have. We wouldn't know who he was on this show, but hey, we know wish, who he was on the silver fucking screen because he's really fucking. Yo, good I wish I was. Does. I wish I was Joey, Jerry Seinfeld's nephew and had like bit parts on Seinfeld. I think I would have been good, right? Like, don't, don't we all like, like, and and like, it just 
that is something that really upsets me because I know even I'm, I, it's not even for me. It's that I know like, okay, Phil, you were in that show that, uh, that show you did in Marblehead. Oh, the play, the play, the play. Yep. The, the uh, the guy that played the agent, I believe the fast talking show. Yeah. He was really fucking good. Bob Odenkirkish. Like, yeah, he was really like, I think about guy. that performance and I think about, I think about a lot of those scenes and, when I do the scenes I think about most are some of the ones with him in them. And I think he was really good. He had stage presence. He had, he moved really well. He delivered his lines really well. Good good volume on him and shit. Like I could see him in roles on television that maybe he would have had a chance for if it wasn't just, Oh, well, so-and-so's kid needs a role. Let's uh, see what they're doing. Oh, that kid's not available. Maybe we can get this other name. If that's how it works, or maybe it's DTT, can you get my fucking kid a role? If that's how it works. But there's a lot of people out there that are really good at what they do. They don't have the opportunity because of this. Funny story about that that play I was in, Joe. The woman that played the German agent as well uh, was in in plays with uh, Mike Ehrmantraut, Jonathan Banks. She she knows him. She's friends with him. She refers to him as Banksy. She showed me some pictures with uh, her her and him. So indirectly, I got to work with someone that worked with Jonathan Banks. And I'm sure you can get to fucking uh, Bacon one or two steps from there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I might have a Kevin Bacon. You could you do six degrees of Kevin Bacon to me maybe now through uh, through Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. You can connect anyone to Kevin Bacon through those shows. And I'm sure Brian Cranston and, and Kevin Bacon have worked together. Like somewhere. I'm, somewhere. I'm, I'm, a couple of things in the live chat as we're starting to wrap things up. I'm not in an immediate hurry, but um, – but uh, we'll, we'll start to wrap things up in the next uh, 15 minutes or so. Uh, Wesley played uh, Blade in What We Do in the Shadows. Iron Throne, yes, he was in the 4400 uh, before before he was cool. That was one of his early roles. That The 4400 is a good series. I marred the 4400 for a long time because a mutual uh, friend of Joe and I's, or actually an indirect like friend so close that somewhat family, really liked the 4400, and I had a hair across my ass about her. So I purposely didn't watch it for a long time, but it's a pretty good show with a lot of good performances. The Big B, the Big B, uh, yeah, lo- loved that show. And because she loved it so much, I sort of was like, Who was on it? Uh, a lot of people. There's a lot of people on that show. Um, check it out if you want. It's, it's very of the age. Um, it's dated, but it's it's a pretty good show. Um, has anyone seen the Blade TV series from Spike? I have not. Joe, we got a question directly for you as I'm going to pour one or two more shots here. Um, Joe, who do you hate worse, Nick Cage or Ivar the Boneless? Ooh. Well, I mean, wait, 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 that's wait. not really a, a, a who, who do I hate worse. Joe, who do you hate more, Ivar the Boneless? It would be Nick Cage. I mean, I was just trying to think, like, what else have I seen? I the kid that plays Ivar in like I've, it's the only thing I've seen him in. Like, if I was judging, okay, in the first, just by the first episode that he's in in Vikings and just raising Arizona, I would say I hate Nick Cage more. Hmm. Because at least Ivar is. I mean, that's a totally different kind of. You can't really compare those two roles to begin with. 
like that. Phil, did you watch uh, Curb season 11? I watched the first episode. I haven't watched tonight's episode because we're doing this, but I will uh, be checking it out afterwards. I always hesitate to do recap shows on comedies. It's 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 tough because it's a lot of, oh, that was funny, that was funny, that was funny. I think uh, comedies are easier to talk about from a personal standpoint. I think the only comedy I really love doing is when we did Orville, Orville stuff. And uh, when that does come back, I want to talk about that series. Oh, yeah, I'll do that shit. Again with you. Uh, we got, and speaking of anyone, he got brought up earlier in the chat. Um, it'll probably be the last thing we get from Norm MacDonald because all of his uh, lines are filmed for the season. We're, we're uh, recorded for the season. So he will be in the new season of the Orville. Um, so I am excited for that. Uh, but I always feel like it's tough to do reviews of comedy stuff. Because oh, yeah. you've you've said this before, comedy is is too subjective. For to... me, it is. For me, it is because I can't tell someone that something's funny. I can't. Right, but you can tell something... someone that something's like you'll tell someone something's good. Yep. Drama wise, but oh not yeah, funny wise. I will because I think I think by drama has more of a a more find a more Mendoza line of where, where you can tell if it's believable See, and, someone, no, what, and someone's in it and wait, if someone's believable in doing the part and you don't see them breaking the focus and performing a dramatic level, that to me is a marketable, like almost sporting like talent that you can sort of mark and check mark funny. You can't tell me some people who like I can go and they laugh their asses off, and that's fucking funny. And you can't tell them that that's not funny. No, no. But what? So, so my thing is, and you say the same thing. I say the same thing, right? Like, here's the thing: drama is also subjective, right? Some people might find no one drama. Drama like, is objective. Dra- drama is there's on. good and there's bad. Hold on, no, no, no. Neither. No. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'll hear you. Some people might say like. Schindler's List was so moving, it was so dramatic, and all this shit, right? (laughs) And then someone might say it isn't. It wasn't that compelling, and it's it seemed like all bullshit. And then those same two people might have the exact opposite point of view, as like uh, not my daughter with with Sally Field, right? Like like so 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 with that being said what I, when i tell people something is funny i tell them in what sense it's funny as well right yeah. like i was explaining with with uh z nation earlier and comparing it to the walking dead which i've done many times on the show z nation is a funny show it's campy it knows it's campy that's the kind of show you're about to go watch see whereas you can say but it's not just if you like zombies, it's a very different kind of zombie show than The Walking Dead. Now, so you can't say like I like zombie shit because that's they're very different. Now, now to, to tag in here, I understand what you say. You make you make a good point in the sense of uh, the way you could define drama being good or bad. Same um, as comedy. And, no, wait, but but being but being what you like and what it moves you specifically. For me, I feel like. I can separate that easier with drama and say something makes me feel something or doesn't make me feel, but I can still judge it on whether it's good or bad. It With comedy, I feel like even stuff that's bad can be funny. If bad drama, it doesn't move me either. So I understand what you're saying in the sense that 
drama, what moves me and what doesn't move me is subjective. You're right about that. Something that's going to move you isn't going to necessarily move me. But but both things, if they're done quality wise, I think you can see with your eyes that that's a good performance. And whether it moves you or not with comedy, I think it's a little different that even bad comedy performance, even when you watch Saturday Night Live and you see somebody like breaking character and laughing and being awful in the scene, it can still be funny somehow. Uh and so I think by that definition, it's hard to define truly what's funny. You can define what is a good put together production like Friends or or uh, Rest Development the first couple of seasons or How I Met Your Mother early or Cheers or Frasier or Seinfeld is is a good scripted comedy. But you can't – and I don't like Friends. I don't find Friends funny. I, no matter how many times I try to watch right, Friends, but I, wait, 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 that's what I'm I don't find it funny, but I still know it's good. And but I still – but but I, that's the thing. That's the exact thing. Is you know, uh, not without my daughter, and you know Schindler's List. They are both good movies. Like period, they're both really good movies, award-winning movies that are very compelling and very dramatic. But one may be your type of drama movie. No oh, fair. One may not. Fair. Now, now let's let's leave it here before we get too redundant on this point. Uh, Natalie says some actors are made for some roles, some can play everything. That's very true. Someone like Gary Oldman, for instance, I think can play pretty much any uh-huh. kind of role. I agree. I he agree. wants. Whereas some actors are meant to play. Sir Jack Nicholson is amazing for me, and he pl- he could fall into that trap of what Joe says, playing the same kind of thing in every role. But like I think that Jack- dude that we were talking about from Silence. But I think Jack Nicholson kills it in every performance playing Jack because he's cast very well in roles. And what's his name kills it in every performance too? The guy from Silence of the Lambs. I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, Sonic says, in Loving Color and SNL from the 90s, the last comedies I found funny. Uh, I love that era. A lot of people tell me- That's uh, my favorite era was SNL is the 90s. Is the 90s. 90s. But I think in general, the 90s had the best era of sketch comedy because you, you didn't just have SNL. You had SNL. You had- um, Living Color. Living Color. You had The State. You had kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall. You had uh, Mr. Show. You had uh, that other Upright show. Upright Citizens Brigade. And then you had that Friday night show that Fox did or something too. It was like a, it was a, it was with a lot of really funny people too that gets forgotten about sometimes. It was like Mad a, TV. It was a Friday, but Mad TV too. But then you had like a Friday night live. Friday night live, yep. Or whatever it was called. I don't know if it was called Friday night live. But, but that might have that might have been still that might have been eighties Friday night live. I think it was early nineties, but I could be wrong. Um, but you had so many. Great, we had another uh, super chat donation from Jesse. Who, me, we, us, them, you, people like us. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, but yeah, Anthony Hopkins falls into that Jack Nicholson thing with you too. I think Anthony Hopkins does excellent playing the Anthony Hopkins character. I love Meet Joe Black. I think that movie is fucking great. Like, tear-jerking, all the rest of it. Funny. Silence of the like, Lambs is excellent. Silence of the Lambs. Excellent. No, I wouldn't call those two characters the same in any no. respect i don't think Zorro, it's really really he adds Zorro too. The same I think, thing i think him and Zorro. i think him and titus androgynous right no no he's got a very wide Andronica. range right. and i think he is a fantastic talent and i've said that and i hope i've really made that clear i just think in westworld he's doing the same thing we've seen him do countless times he's again Meet joe he's, black uh, the one with Alec Baldwin where they're killing bears in the woods. Um, 
like in oh. in various others. Yeah, the one where the one where he's he, he's like uh, playing playing uh, like the movie The Rock with Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. He's like the Sean Connery character. He's, he knows the woods better than anybody else, and he's helping them. No, through. they're both rich, and he they're, they're both like rich exec types. Oh, I'm thinking and they're of just I'm like thinking stuck of in the movie. woods and. Alec Baldwin wants to take over the company. I'm with, so he's gonna try I'm to with Sonic Joe. I think uh, Westworld is one of his best performances, but Ugh. but whatever. One of his best repeat performances. It's it's the best he does. Why that is character. it okay, Joe? I don't. Why is it okay for a musician to play their hit songs, but you get all bent out of shape when an actor does it? Sometimes uh, it's okay. I don't mind seeing Anthony Hopkins play Anthony Hopkins because uh, he's, uh, he's got because he's done it so that's many. That's not a problem, Phil. That's not a problem. I love watching Silence of the Lambs over and over again. I love listening to Why can't he do stealing over and over again? However, when a new album comes out, say Kettle Whistle. Or say a new movie comes out, or television series. Hey, Westworld. Um, um, Westworld, Dude, right? Tag. I want something new. I don't want an album that has been caught stealing on it. Live version, Joe. I Where, oh look in this in this thirty seconds. Bullshit. You know, Dave Navarro does want... an extra, which is cool. But you know, like. How many times can you put that on an album? We don't need five albums yeah, with pin card stealing. Seven albums with pin card stealing. You gonna stop ranting for a second here because sure. I agree, because that's bullshit. Because I don't like it when I like when bands organically change into certain things. But no, you haven't bought a new Jane's Addiction album in twenty fucking years because they're not making songs that are as good as fucking been caught stealing. So let them do that again. Hold on, hold no, on. No, no, let me finish. You, caught, you ranted for a second. I'm gonna mute you because you ranted for a second. It's my turn here. So so fuck that because I don't care if bands try different things and have but i want a couple cuts on the song like just like that thing you do third time for the night Sh- play <laughs> record, record your songs alone with your fucking principles too but i want one or two fucking poppy fucking hits motherfuckers because then you fall into the chili peppers problem because <laughs> I, I don't get funk music or dirty fucking heavy music from the Chili Peppers. All I get is fucking emo music. I don't want the new shit all the time. Do both. And Anthony Hopkins, for instance, is someone that does both. He gives you his hits, the West Royal characters, but then he tries different shit too. So if you're going to try different shit too on some of the cuts on the album, you can play the songs that are like everything else too because give me the hits too. You want to go to a Jane's Addiction song and you want to see them play with a fucking mandolin for three hours? No, you want to hear dirty fucking rock and roll, dude. Shut up. Well, no. When I when I go see a live show, I want to hear my hits that I I loved that I groove to. Yes, yes, absolutely. But here's the thing: Do I want to go see Anthony? If I I went to go see Anthony Hopkins live, I don't want to go see him do like fucking the same performance every night. Right, like you wouldn't want to go see the same Jane's Addiction show every night, or any of those shows for that matter. But like the the thing is, I I find it less. I don't like it as much in that medium, just like in my picture art, uh, from comic books or from, uh you know, 
if I go to a museum, I don't want to just look at impressionists. I don't I, like if I go look at Monet's, all the Monet's are going to look the same in a respect. All the Picasso's look the same in respect. All the Dali's look the same in, in a respect. And but that's the that's the style. And like that's I, their particular artistic style. And I guess I this is where, this is where we this is where we differ, and we'll leave it here uh, on that on this point. I and and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I like when an artist that does a particular thing particularly good gives me as much of that particular thing I like as they possibly can stomach. No, and that's. And that's, I understand that. Like because, because, when you because, see Mona Lisa, you don't realize that there's like 30 Mona Lisas painted, right? And I like, want to eat as much as Gordon Ramsay's food as I possibly can because all the meals he cooks are fucking awesome. So I don't care if he goes, he uses some of the similar techniques on every single meal. Who are you fucking kidding? Phil? I know, I'm not me. Who not are you me. fucking kidding? You're going to go up to Gordon Ramsay and say, can you make a Chef Boyardee meatball, no. put it in a can no. for seven not months, me. and then serve not it to me? Not me. The theoretical <laughs> me. That eat that's normal. That's a normal eater. Yes, because if I went to Gordon Ramsay, if I went to Gordon Ramsay, I, could you make me plain pasta with a little bit of tomato oh, sauce? Oh, God. Talk about Hell's Kitchen. You'd see Hell's Kitchen right then and there. <laughs> Dude, I want to see that. I want to see that show where I make Gordon Ramsay eat SpaghettiOs my way you know i'm like and then you take the meatballs out and you put them in a little bread and you make a little fucking meatball thing meatball sandwich oh holy shit we got we got anna banana one of my one of our longtime viewers one of my favorite people i love you Anna. great to see anna in the live motherfucking chat i uh, love the off screen uh, i don't know we don't know what you're talking about anna we, we're like that 70s show here it's, we, the camera's always moving Let's get a couple more comments, then we'll start to wrap things up here. Uh, sometimes both a band and an actor can get bored or uninspired from doing their old stuff over and over again. And that's why you always have to keep things fresh and always kind of have to keep doing different things. And I think both of us understand that from what we like to do creatively or even uh athletically like changing up what we do you know sometimes you like to jog especially when you could do it sometimes you play basketball sometimes you walk sometimes you hike so you know it, you got to change up the uh, change up the action change up what you like doing joe you you spend a lot of time and you go through phases where you draw you go through phases where you write you that's just phases where you want to learn to play musical instruments you go phases where you're into this more than you're not and same with me i go in phases where i want to do a play where i want to where i want to uh play more music or where i'm more into doing this than i am you know there's times where we're i just when i see an actor uh this is what i want i want to see them open up right and give me something new every time joe yes. did, I, did i give you something new as an actor or did i just um, it was just me right wasn't i just me no you weren't just you phil you were very much not just you i felt i was i was playing more confident than the real me um um What was it like? You, seeing, what was it like seeing me acting in front of you? Was it weird? Did did how bad did I suck? Did I was I believable? Or is uh, it? If you if you want, do you want a fill the issues guy Joe Dirty Locks review of that show, or right. do you want your best friend to tell you about yeah. his experience at the theater that night? I want. Or do my, you want? 
I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm true, but okay, uh, nice. <laughs> I want raw. You see me in two or three. No, no. You no, see no, me? I'm in kidding. Three? I've seen you in two. I saw you in. Did you see in, me in, in the North Shore stuff? I um yes okay so three because I okay because I saw you at the at the, the Rose park? Garden, the park yeah the Shakespeare one yeah and I saw you at the high school middle school theater yeah the the Sound of Music and I saw you at this one so three one. you see me three times was I myself every time no because here's the thing okay first off uh, Sound of Music did you have one line or did you have no lines I had a handful of lines I was the butler. I had a lot of Okay. And, um, no, that I, was, was, I, I, I wasn't much. That was, that was me. I was just walking. And around. I was on mushrooms. I think that night. Yeah, you were, you guys were tripping. You guys were definitely tripping. So that was a fun show. I yeah, enjoyed it. Fun. And you definitely weren't you because that was the first time I saw you on stage. So that was all different. Well, I'm now, definitely a failure the, of Nick Cage level. That's at cool. the Rose garden. That was a different experience as well. That was more. I was me. I was actually me doing. Yeah. That that, that the nature of that show was. It was all of us giving a show. You know. See, like, when I see you on stage at Frightening Dick or with the Force, the Force, there, that is you. Yeah, that's more raw me. That's that's you. You got to remember, I've seen you on a basketball court. That's you. Me playing music is in this. Right, because that's you, that's raw, that's you being allowed to do would you say what this is you me? want to do. Would this you is say, you. This is yes, me. this, this is, is pro- absolutely this is you. probably as me as you get. This is absolutely you. And that was not you because you were under the most direction you were under. You, you were in a leading role. You mean the most recent one, the the marblehead one. Yes. Yeah, I was the I was the I was the lead, I was the lead actor. And you, you, you were being directed. Yep. Period. That's not you on stage that I have seen often. No, right? he, he, he directed me straight up to the way I walked. He wanted me to walk different. No. And I could, I could kind of tell cause you, you were very thoughtful about all your body mechanics. I sword fought from the, the, from the small movements to some of the big movements that would be my biggest criticism of that, that's your performance. My, my, my weakest part as an actor is my movement. I'm a good knowing player. what to do with like your hands, maybe yeah. not so much, but like where to stand and how to sway. I'm not, I'm not bad with what I the, the tone of what I say to make things emotionally come out, but I don't know what to do with my body. No, I there don't. wasn't any delivery problems. There wasn't any uh, even it, like emotionally. Sword, speaking, did I look awkward? Get, did I look awkward with the sword fighting? Well, you both kind of looked awkward with the sword fight. You both looked like you didn't want to hurt each other. No. And and that was fine for the performance that it was. Nobody was expecting fucking uh, Errol Flynn or fucking uh, uh, Princess or Bride. Carrie Yule's Princess Bride. I know I, I went so far down the road of Errol Flynn. It looked like Errol Flynn. Now, it didn't now, look like the now, Princess Now, Joe, Bride. I, I don't want to make this way. all self-satisfying as we uh, we start to wrap things up. I think we got one more super chat where he said Phil is, uh, Phil is a failure of Nick Cage level. I think that's probably pretty accurate. We'll get one more super chat. Uh, definitely not accurate. Accurate. <laughs> uh, definitely accurate. Um, did you have you seen Dune yet, Joe? Yes, of course I have. Did you like you you you're you're a Dune fan? I believe you've read the books. Right? I am. I have. I've read the first book. I read Dune. I, do were you a fan of the new movie? 
I really enjoyed the first movie. Oh, the uh, David Lynch film? The David Lynch film. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. There's a, there's some history behind the David Lynch film. Do you that, do you wait? Before, 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 <laughs> that people need you, to understand. Have you seen the new? The, have you seen the new one yet? Yes. Okay. On night one, I watched that shit as soon. That was on now, my birthday. Just quick before you say, oh. thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, me too. Me too. Great movie. Like, and I was even a fan of the first. Uh, and here's the thing that came out in like an a six hour version and a movie version, which was like two hours and then like a three hour version. And like a lot of that stuff got lost in a fire back in the day and MGM or some shit like that. And now there's only the movie version, the two hour theatrical cut that's like still floating around. And I still happen to really enjoy it. But this one, I think did a lot better in a lot of ways. The, constant narration that David Lynch puts in that movie of Atreides talking in his own fucking head and shit. Paul talking in his own head is uh, very we don't know if you can understand that he's supposed to be in pain so we have him tell you he's supposed to be in pain. We don't know if you're going to understand that he by his acting is going to be able to make you think he's paying attention to this or looking at that or whatever it is. So they have him like this constant narration of thought in his own head that we hear as the audience that is very off-putting that they remove from this movie in a large bulk and they fill that in with actual acting. Yes. with, with, (laughs) With showing, not showing, not telling. Right. And I think they did it very well. Yeah, as there's Anna a, says, the cinematography is beyond my wildest dreams. Yeah, and and then there's that, like the 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 pictures of the like the massive spaceships, and it's done so very well. All I really enjoyed it. I was a little bummed to find out they hadn't filmed part two yet. But the, but there is going to be a part two. They already there announced is. It's been it was almost a refreshing now, until after it got released. In the era that we're in with all these fast moving, almost assembly line superhero movies, it was very refreshing too. The way the way it the way it built, the way it took, the way it got brought you into the world. Just it's a way, very slow paced movie. Yeah, so. and I lo- I loved it though. I I love that in this era where we're just very like bang 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 like assembly line everything has to be similar and blah 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 it it, it stuck out and it 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 showed that a big epic movie doesn't have to be uh this by numbers superhero type movie that even the movies that aren't superhero movies like the sci-fi ones still follow that same formula this did not follow that formula and it still hit a fucking home run and that's that's what it did a real good job in world building now, there was some parts that I think people found confusing. I know uh, Katie did with like, so the Emperor orders the Harkonnen off the planet and the Atreides on the planet, but then backs the Harkonnen to then yep. go attack the Atreides. Why would he do that? And the answer was because the Atreides even say it themselves. They're getting a lot of their, their power is building with all the other houses they're having a large voice. What they say people are listening to and backing. 
They also have a large military force that they've been able to conquer a couple planets with, one their home world, you know, with air power and land and sea power. And that's a threat to the Emperor. Also a threat to the Emperor is the Harkonnens um, making all this money through spice. They're the biggest spice trader. They make millions and millions and millions. They make a lot more than the Emperor at this point. So what he's doing is he's taking, you know, get the fuck off the planet. You guys come in. You're going to be mining now. Then he has them both fight each other. It weakens both houses. Mm -hmm. Even though he's going to back the Harkonnens and put them back in the spice mining business, he's going to weaken them significantly where they're going to have to spend a bunch of that money that they've built up just to get back to where they are now leaving their coffers empty in the emperor in a more powerful position. And nobody likes the Harkonnens. So nobody's going to listen to them. The Atreides will be gone and they won't have any, and nobody will have their ear. They won't be very whispering well, anyone else's ear. Very well put together moving. I'm looking forward to the sequel. Couple more things before we call this a night. Phil, speaking of good horror, heredity in midsummer are great, especially midsummer. It's beautiful. The backstory of Dune would be impossible to cover in a movie. Wish Dennis Villa even not sure. Uh wish they would do a series. It's I mean, it is tough in this era where we're so where we get these long series that really explain stuff. Uh you could almost do all the Dune movies and then also do a few series that that fill in the gaps and stuff with between the movies and do these like detailed oh, dude, I really wouldn't have minded if they had said fuck doing a movie and just taken all the source Yeah, and then a whole series. It, it did could, a chronological series it from like, really the, worked. the earliest part earliest history of these civilization to like the end of the books and just did it chronological you'd get like at least eight nine seasons good good 10 episode seasons and you'd be able to do the whole fucking run it would be it would have been magnificently world build it would have been on the lines of especially if you followed the fucking story it would have been along the lines of game of thrones level epic sci-fi drama i, I agree i mean i mean the fucking like this would be the shit everybody would be watching i am excited all the elements of it i'm excited the movie was good so it's good to see a movie that i'm excited about a sequel and getting into more of this so one more thing i want to say because i didn't actually answer the question someone asked if i liked the first episode of curb your enthusiasm i did i haven't seen episode two yet i feel like number one was still getting its rhythm a little bit but it was good to see albert brooks i feel like if we're talking about forgotten about talents albert brooks is on that list too he's a fucking hilarious fucking guy if you haven't seen defending your life which is him in uh, merrill street uh good movie a lot of good albert brooks movies but that's a great movie dude. but that's a really great movie if you just want to get albert brooks in a nutshell that's a that's a good movie to kind of just get a feel for who he is as a comedian so and it's good to see him on curb it's one of those things that it's like about time it's it's good that they're doing one more season of curb just because getting someone like albert brooks on just like you had mel brooks on one season you had the seinfeld cast on one season you had all these people that should be part of of curb but but i thought i laughed a bunch of times out loud i'm excited for it i always enjoy larry david the continuing adventures of george costanza and uh it's I understand that Larry David's not for everybody. Uh, my my friend Tori, who I who I hang out with a lot, is uh, hates Larry David. She she can't even like look at Larry David. She's like, I fucking hate this guy. Uh, but I cannot get enough Larry fucking David. Um, I feel like Larry David most times in life. What was that, Joe? You're muted, I think, or I can't hear you for whatever reason. 
I am muted because I was chewing apple. Uh, you are supposed to hate Larry David. That's the whole point of it. That's the point. Yeah, but I, f- I feel like I'm more Larry David than I should be in real life. Thing is, is I don't dislike the show. I think there's a lot of funny things about Curb Your Enthusiasm for the first few seasons, but I'm with her. I don't want to watch someone being a dick all the fucking time. Yeah, she, she's just like, I'm I done. I don't find that like, I like, love. I it. couldn't watch The Office because I find too many of them to be dicks. No, I hear you. Is that what do you want? Do you like Arrested? Not like Arrested Development for the same reason? No, that shit was fucking hilarious. That <laughs> <laughs> shit was just absolutely fucking hilarious. <laughs> Left and right, yes, they're all pretty much dicks, but like the humor in it is so much more over the fucking top funny. Like every time they go do a fucking chicken dance, every fucking time they call someone a chicken. What are you, a chicken? Bah! Bah! <laughs> That's I not do, a fucking chicken, dude. I, I love. I love. Uh, none of them can do a fucking chicken. I love all the magic stuff. Will, Will Arnett's. I mean, you know how I feel about BoJack and Will Arnett in general. Like, I think he's he's a fucking amazing. But but getting back to Curb, I just as uh, Jackie C says, I'm the same. I just love Larry. Larry to me is uh, he's more lovable than George Costanza, but he's not that far off. Uh, and. I enjoy the continuing adventures of Larry David and his chemistry that he has with JB Smooth is incredible. And he ha- there's a lot of uh, life's to uh, curb your enthusiasm. It's existed. Who's in the lot- big guy that's on that show? The uh, Jeff Garland. I love him. He's a funny guy. He was he's on the uh, Goldbergs as well. He plays the dad. Yeah, he's Goldberg. got a movie out with the girl from uh, with one of the girls from Orange is the New Black, the one that's in that uh, Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Oh, the- yeah. Yep. Totally. Uh, people in the live chat. I love Curb, but Seinfeld I find annoying. Larry is cool, but the world full of dicks laugh. Uh, super Mellow Yellow 420. Seinfeld is the best show ever on television. Uh, I, I I more agree with Super Mellow. It's one of my favorite. If, if, I, if we were making a quick without doing it for a real sick top five sitcoms of all time. Seinfeld would, Seinfeld would easily be in the top five for me. Not for me. Um, for me, quickly, it would be Cheers, Seinfeld, yep. Frasier, right. um, Arrested. Mm-hmm. Does Arrested Devel- Development count? Yeah. Does Scrubs count? Why wouldn't Arrested Development count? Does Scrubs count? Of course Scrubs counts. Okay, so Scrubs, Arrested Development, Cheers, Frasier, and, uh, and Seinfeld. That's my top five. Well, cheers, Mash. Good. Good pick. Cheers, um, Mash. Who, wait, you said another one too. Uh, Frasier? No. Arrested Development? What was the other ones? Uh, rest, one of the first ones you said. Arrested Development, Frasier, Cheers, Seinfeld, and... You said Scrubs. Scrubs. No, you didn't say it this time, but... Cheers and mash for sure. And then from there, I'd really have to think about what counted as like the animes count. No, I'm talking about live action sitcoms, live action sitcoms. Oh God. Top five. Yep. Jesus. That's all I got for you. Cheers and mash. Cheers and mash. Okay. Okay. 
That, that's, I know Seinfeld's not well, on there. How I Met Your Mother almost makes it for me in that last Almost. Week. No, the ending kills it. Yeah, the it's, ending it's, it's, throws it, it off. At, I one can't point in time, at one point in time, How I Met Your Mother might have had that scrub spot for me, but not anymore. See, and Scrubs ended fucking poorly enough. Scrubs too, ended right? awesome. Fuck that ninth season. That was a that was a spinoff. Scrubs ended beautifully with my finale. That was a perfect finale to that fucking show. All right. Maybe that I don't ninth, know that was a spinoff that they were afraid to call a spinoff. It was a new show. Um. Martin is definitely an underrated. Night Court is another underrated Martin? show. I like I love Martin. Martin's Martin is little, awful. It's one of the worst fucking shows ever. Oh, That's you, right up there with you, fucking Family Matters. Your, your takes suck tonight. Uh, Martin's awesome. Living Co- Night Court is another really underrated series. I think that show is awesome. I think Night Court might be up there. I haven't watched it in a really ooh, long time, so I don't know ooh. if it stands. Jesse up. picked a gr- All in the Family, the Jefferson. All in the Family. See, and that's why I didn't want to continue because I I knew I'd be missing some. All in the Family is Golden Girls. Top, I would option if I'm making a top ten. All in oh, the Family. Golden Golden Girls Girls. might be top five also. Golden Girls might be number fucking one for me, really, like when it really comes down to it. Like, because that killed the sitcom thing in a lot of ways. But Roseanne was fucking amazing. Roseanne at the top of its game was really fucking awesome. Um, uh, I said, I said the Jeffersons, all the spinoffs from All in the Family was, were fucking incredible. Um, I'm not a fan of MASH. I know people love it. I know the, I know I never could get into MASH. I would also put, even though it didn't last too long, the honeymooners for what it was, and I love Lucy. Deserve well, I was going to also say, like, uh, even even uh, what's his name there, um, Dick Van Dyke show. Uh, yeah, or I was you said Dick. You know, Van some Dyke. of those old shows are really good. Newhart, really the Bob good. Newhart show, Mary Tyler Moore show, yeah. both the Newharts. Yep. Golden Girls is definitely up there too. So these are all sort of like quick thought lists. Uh, but Home Improvement, Tim was hilarious. Uh, some of those shows were great of the age. Uh, yeah. So I, I think maybe this is something we can do in the future instead of because uh, Joe has a little bit more of a, a dog in this fight rather than doing horror movies. Uh, we'll do a uh-huh. we'll do a favorite sitcom. I'm like I'm like I don't even want to answer because I know there's so many I'm not thinking of. I have to go through by decade. Do you uh, do you want to do that next week next Sunday? Because I tell you the top. The top sitcom in almost any decade is going to be better than your number two for any decade. Mm. Like number one of the fifties, right? If you if you actually pick a number one from the fifties, I think that might be earlier. It might be your fifties, yeah. right? Like you know that everything they did led to anything in any other decade, right? So like. You can't say number two in that decade is better because fucking it's all based. It all comes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's now next week we might talk about this more, but I do want to make mention that something some a couple people said this in the live chat. Underrated, forgotten about show, and mainly because jo- the minute you dinosaurs, said, no great show though, great show, awful fucking show. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> fuck you, Joe. Uh, f- fuck you in all your opinions tonight, uh, <laughs> Coach. Coach was a really good show. That was great. Dogma was amazing. Fucking it wasn't Van Dyke's because, brother was in there. No, and that because when you said Jerry, when you said uh, Dick Van Dyke, it made me think of Coach because of how good Jerry Van Dyke was as uh, the assistant coach on Coach. He was. He like, could have been Coach in Cheers. Yeah, he was the best part of that show. Uh, Dauber was great, and uh, 
Greg T. Nelson was great, but Jerry Van Dyke stole every episode of Coach in like a crazy, amazing way. But next Worst part about that show was a daughter. Everything else was absolutely fantastic. Next week, I want to really dig into sitcoms with you, and I'm going to battle you on dinosaurs and um, Mama's Family. Someone said Mama's. Oh no, not oh, the- Mama's Family was good. Mama's Family was was really great show. And someone said not the Mama Joe. See, I love di- oh, Fuck you. We'll, we'll save this for we'll save this for next week, everybody. Uh, we're 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 getting. I know you love dinosaurs. That's why I kind of brought it up. Yeah, because you're an asshole. Like that that, <laughs> that show used uh, the technology used in the Ninja Turtles movie that high tech sort of shit in like intellectual fun scripts that were also very awful oh you're you're awful awful intellectual fun scripts for a 12 year old maybe it wasn't for a fucking 12 it was an adult show it's awful oh your 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 opinions are awful and you know what other show you suck that you really like comedy sitcom like that what that fucking movie with with uh, Lily's dad there, that show, The Paper Boy. Oh, Get a Life. That show was Get a Life. Shit, oh, horrible. That's what, that, now, that was a shit, oh, it was shit bad. show. Dude, it was bad. That, like, Herman's Head and Joe's Apartment. I loved all those fucking early, early shows. <laughs> Dream On. That, dude, I, I'll, I'll give you that Get a Life sucked, but I loved it. Uh-huh. I mean, you could say that all about that dude's career. What was that guy's name? Uh, t- uh, his movie too. That the the sh- where he's the ship boy. Uh, what the Walk out, watch out, watch out. The ship boy, the shoe boy, the shoe sniffer. No, no he. What all those it? Yeah, what the fuck's the name? That ta- ta- something not, about Mary. Not, not something about Mary, but he. There's a movie he actually wrote and direct where he, it's like the it's on a boat. He's uh, what the fuck's it called? Dinosaurs was the show. It was fucking big. Uh, Swordstone says Frasier is better than Cher's brilliant show. It's arguable. Like I'm, I'm not gonna. We could do a whole episode here on which show's better because both shows are great. But Frasier Swordstone might be right. Frasier might be a w- better, well written show from beginning to end. Because Cheers was two different shows, and neither were excessively amazing. Both were really good. Frasier was the same show all the way through, and it was excellently written. Excellently written. Here's the thing. The reason why I say Sword is right, but Cheers makes my top five. Frasier might not. Because Frasier doesn't exist without Cheers. Yeah, no, that's fair. The character doesn't exist. The show never gets made. Cabin Boy. It's never a spinoff. Fucking ca- Thank you, Chalk Boy. Chalk Boy and I got it at the same time. Cabin Boy. I love Cabin Boy. I don't remember it enough. You hate Chris Elliott, though. That's And this is the comedy subjective thing. I find Chris Elliott, inc- like the minute I see Chris Elliott, I laugh. And I don't hate you, Chris Elliott. And you hate Chris Elliott. You do. No, I think he's fucking hilarious. I think he's one of the best parts of something about Mary. Like all the way through every scene he's you in, just I hate get a, you just hate get a life. In in uh in how I met your mother, I thought he was great in that role. As Lily's dad, yes. He was one of the original writers for Conan O'Brien. Like he's one of his original fucking yeah. show writers. Not he, Conan O'Brien, uh, David Letterman. He's sca- he's scary funny. He's he's an intelligent, hilarious, funny guy. Super super intelligent. I, I like and super fucking funny. Like I just don't think he really has a big enough. I don't think he's good enough to 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 lead anything. Yeah. And, and in fairness, Joe, you know what? Neither am I. And I'm kidding. So, everybody, 
thank you so much for joining us tonight. This was a lot of fun. I, I Joe said this before we started. Sometimes it's good to just come out here and babble when we don't necessarily have anything to say. Uh-huh. It's not like we don't have anything to talk about. This is, you know, so I, <laughs> so we'll be back next week to hopefully do this again and talking about sitcoms. You know, I don't want to go too far down that line, but I'll get a list of some of the top sitcoms. Maybe we'll get like IMDb's top 50, 25, 50. 50, whatever it is, like sitcom list and go through our tomatoes or something. Yeah. And and go through, uh, uh, our opinions of each one, some, something, something like that. But that's what we'll do next week. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Happy Halloween. We talked about Dune. We talked about squid game. We talked about some of our favorite horror movies and we bullshitted and babbled and told a lot of way too serious stories about our lives. You guys have been amazing tonight. A lot of faces and a lot of voices that we haven't seen in a while. You guys, super chats about us drunk as hell and we always appreciate that i will be back this wednesday on teflon tv to talk with tony in bridge four and i may be on sooner than that with a random alone stream during the week too uh and definitely make sure you subscribe to the podcast follow us here on youtube love you guys we'll talk to you guys next time later